Okay. We're and good. we're fucking good, baby. After we're all good. the we're rolling. All the all the bullshit. Oh, oh my god, I just killed your microphone by moving the mic stand on my side. Whoops, we had some technical difficulties, folks. There's reasons that you you prepare for things beforehand instead of playing NHL dogging kids because I'm a maniac. But yeah, welcome no, back not. to the the old New York podcast. I gotta start saying this beforehand. Shout out to the kid that made me the logo at Mike underscore BMAT. Fucking dope logo, dude. Thank might you again. Be Matt. Dude, yeah, it's his so Instagram. It might be. It might, be. It might be Matt. Know. It might not be Matt. Uh, and follow the old New York Instagram, TikTok, the old New York underscore. If you're listening and you haven't followed, um, there's probably a door that you can slam your head in aggressively. Just a couple fucking boom, boom, boom. Just fucking drill yourself. You're an idiot. Follow. We got clips. We got fun stuff. I'm back with Sean. Sean's with Hannah. Kenzie's in the back. We got a full fucking house for the old New York today. Sean, how are you? Doing good, buddy. How are you? I'm fucking great. Like, we haven't been sitting here trying to, yeah, figure, trying to figure out figure my bullshit. Out. Yeah, that, well, that's what happens, because I play... I, I'm i still, like, thoroughly addicted to chill. Like, uh, it, it happened in high school, and I can't, like... Yeah, it. you're not fucking getting over it, man. No, Once you still you, play? You're, I like, played at Hauser's house a couple times, but... I play it when I get my... Like, when I have free time to do absolutely nothing, I, I play chill immediately well, i do absolutely nothing in that free time i will just fucking lay there and just be like yeah, yeah. well i do Whatever. the same but like we're not like watching a show or doing some sort of fun activity i'm playing fucking xbox like i just like xbox i dude, always like have, dude. i'll play it but like i always buy something and yeah. then that's my thing i don't buy anything it, I, i'll like i'll buy a game and then i won't fucking play it I'll play it for like a week or two, and then I'm like, "Yeah, fuck it." And Whatever. you throw it away because you don't care. Yeah. I get it. Chell's different for me though, because like every game you buy has something about it. Obviously, yeah. But like NHL, I've played it for so long. Like I played since like probably like NHL 2012 or. You know, oh yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. I think that was like Stamkos on the fucking exactly. Cover. I've played that long that I'm that fucking good at it. And I, I remember I had like I played. NHL 06 on the PlayStation 2, brother. That was a fucking... Those games were legit, and they had, like, the different... It's weird, because, like, some games now... Like, you look back at the old Maddens, even the NCAA, really, oh, like, NCAA 14, God. and they did so much better than... Like, in certain aspects, they did so yeah. much better than the Maddens now, because, like, they just add fucking useless shit Yeah, nobody it's, cares uh, about. Well, the new Chell, they got, like, fucking... X Factors and Chell now. They do. It's actually kind of sweet because now I've been playing because I got 24 and I play defense because, like, I like when you play with other people, but I like to just do my part and just have, like, my controlled little area. Yeah, yeah. Just like your one fucking guy instead of having a whole, whole damn fucking team. team. Yeah. Yep. And I play it, but I'm good at defense because, like, these kids, the game isn't perfect. Like, it's no. not like a perfect hockey simulator so you can no. just like run by someone and there could be a dude just like right in front of you and you're skating with the puck and in real life the puck would fall off the stick but they just yeah. get away with that shit but so they just attack in stupid ways they don't know how to deke but i sit there and i play real fucking defense yeah, dude i got yeah. the stick out i'm poking them from five feet away yeah i'm a maniac so like i just i play the threes eliminator you know what i'm talking oh about? yeah yep. when's the last nhl you played 20... like consistently oh consistently that was probably played 20. in high school 
I think the last one I consistently played was 20. 20 was a good game. I had 21. I, I, or maybe I had 22, and I just... Because I always played, like, the EASHL. Fuck I played yeah. fucking, like, club. That's I played favorite. club all the time. But then mm-hmm. it's like, all right, we all got fucking jobs now. Yep, and you don't have time for you it. You don't got time for it. Nobody schedules the same. Yep, exactly. People work overnights now. Like, that's yeah. difficult when you get a friend that works overnights and you want to just sit back and talk shit with them. And yeah, that's... You, you uh, can't see him. Like, that's happened to Conrad. Coming soon. I can't see Nick, dude. Nick has to get on here. Nick he is on a whole ass fucking... So in that group chat, he's in that group chat. He sent he sent a bunch of shit. They got the cops called on him when they went and visited Walter White's house. Oh yeah, he went down there because he's at Camp Flogna, which is uh you know Tyler the Creator. Yeah. So he has this whole big music festival thing, and they're there oh, now. Okay. And he asked me like months ago. He's like, I'm thinking me and a couple of buddies are gonna go. You want to go? I, I think like, Satirics with him too. Satirics right? with yeah. him. Uh, I think. Jack Vanderwerf's with them. Shout out to all of them. Get home safe. Um, but that I can't remember where it is. I think it's in LA. But they yeah, went. They and went, saw Walter White's house. Yeah, they went sweet. through New Mexico. Uh, they were in. I don't know fucking what went. what some national park that uh, Jeremy Jeremy Cuthbert was saying. Uh, his boy works there and lives there. Oh, that's dope. And Colin Burke's always posting shit with like this sweet fucking view. So I think it's him. Oh, shit. I haven't seen Colin in forever. I don't man. think he lives around here no more. That I makes think sense. he's in that park, like works in the park, lives in the park. Colin's a dog, dude. I haven't seen him in forever. Dude, I remember one time in high school, I'm like, dude, you smell like weed so fucking, like how much weed do you have on you? Yeah. No. And I'm no, like, no fucking way. He goes, no, like I pot. just, I smoke so much weed that like when I sweat, it comes it out. smells like fucking weed. Well, it's crazy too, because when I met him, and man, we really shouldn't just throw him under the bus, but he always had herb on him. And every now and then, if I had a 20, I'd slide it through, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Leave. But like, he was so big. He was a big motherfucker. He was a big boy. And then I worked out, like, you know me in high school, I worked out every fucking day. So eventually, yeah. he started coming to the weight room. And it was like one day, and I was like, oh shit, what are you up to? And he's like, oh, I'm getting like, you know, in shape. Then I wouldn't see him. He'd go to whatever gym he went to. And then he'd come in and he lost all this fucking weight. He yeah. Great, dude. Collins, I haven't seen Colin in years, man. I hope he's good. Yeah. Me and too. you say he's at possibly it's him at a national park. Yeah. That's I fucking actually, let sweet. me see if it's still in this group chat or not. Because, I mean, it's a fucking, I can't remember what the fuck the park's called. I don't know. Conrad posted something when he was there. Mm hmm. It's, uh. Nick's a fucking dog. Nick, if you're listening, get on the podcast fucking need to see nick i want to talk shit he's so extensive when it comes to music too like people yeah. don't know it but he knows every fucking song that you could possibly think of he put me on to a guy i forget his name but i have it right here um he's this little like chinese he's one of them fucking you know racist <laughs> but he's uh masayoshi tanaka all right, and it's what it, the fuck. If you're listening, it's the dude. A lot of people know it because of the cover. He's just like skydiving or whatever. Okay. This fucking record, it's like I want to say it's Japanese, but imagine this little Japanese dude with a ukulele on a beach, just fucking boom, 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 and he's just like on acid, just and coming up with it's these the whole fucking, shit, dude. It's awesome. Like it's super weird, and when they're singing, you don't know what they're saying. Okay, but you just I gotta couldn't fuck. fucking do that, then, dude. Like, I literally not knowing what the fuck they're saying. 
when I worked at the gym and I was a salesman, I was just playing that shit in my ears, making calls. I'm like, hi, oh, this is Steven East Florida. And I just got a little fucking Masayoshi Takanaka or whatever the fuck the in fuck? my ears. It was so good. But now he's at that, that festival. And I asked him because he asked me to go. And I was like, definitely not. Like, I'm just not going to have time to go to like California or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, I asked him recently because he sent me all the pictures and the Walter White shit. Yeah. I'm like, oh, dude, how much was an individual ticket? 600 bucks. Yeah. But but you go there and then like one day it's like Tyler, the creator and Ice Spice. And the next day, you know, I don't think this is the actual lineup, but like right. Kendrick Lamar and Drake, like some huge fucking oh, names. Fuck yeah. And it's Such several big... days. So it's worth it. Yeah. But I was like, damn, $600. That's fucking nuts. Yeah, that's insane. But if it's like all those fucking artists, like, so many different big fucking artists, mm-hmm. then it's worth it. Yeah. But, like, I, I don't like how much ticket prices are now. Like, you can't go well, to anything. everything, it's all fucking resale when you see it on Ticketmaster, StubHub. That's a fact. That if is if you're not getting pre-sale, you're paying out the fucking ass. Oh, yeah. Well, then they get you now because I, um, I ended up using an app. It's called GameTime, which yep. is mm-hmm. okay. But it does have cheaper prices, but they still fuck you because, like, the, well, the tick pick. What's tick pick? It has no fees. It shows you the actual price yeah. of the ticket, what it's going to be. You don't pay and like with the tax involved. Everything's already in it. Yeah. <sighs> okay, you put me on. Yeah, I'll definitely have to use tick pick, and I don't like it too because when I we got tickets. No, I lied. My uncle for his birthday, I wanted to bring him to a Sabres game, yeah. so I bought tickets, and it said that it was going to send me an email. You know, like confirm that yeah, i got him yeah, or whatever yeah. but it you could receive your email up to like the day before the game i'm like that's retarded i don't like yeah. that feature send me the fucking email immediately let me handle it and if i yeah. miss it that's my bad but if it, it could come because i bought the tickets oh what the fuck oh and it shows you the legitimate price did you already transfer the tickets dude okay. tick picks hit me up let me uh the tick picks tick sounds picks. like tit or tit picks, and I I don't know. That's definitely somebody was in a meeting. Like oh, this yeah. is good, um, but I gotta use that because I I don't like the whole bullshit. Gotta confirm an email. Put them in my fucking Apple wallet and fuck off. And don't talk to me after. If I got problems, I'll contact you. Yeah. I don't like that. But the thing is, like with the Sabers games, if you go to the box office at the Key Bank Center, you can get tickets. Like the one game I bought tickets for us, and we went. And that whole fucking process, it fucked us because it sent me an email like the day of and I didn't know because it was like yeah. one of the first time I bought tickets. And I didn't know and we're like standing in the center like looking for the email trying to confirm it. We ended up not being able to fucking do it because it screwed us. So I just went to the box to get tickets for us. Got two tickets, you know, 300. It's not incredible tickets. 20 bucks each. I, no tax I, at all. I prefer it in the 300s for Sabres games. And it's weird too, because like I like sitting in the three hundreds in the middle, but the one time we were behind the net, and you get like that uh, shell yeah. look. I'm like, this is fucking perfect. This is how yeah. I've seen hockey my whole life, like the video game. So yeah. I almost like sitting up there. I like sitting like fucking center ice in the three hundreds. That's a fucking. That's what I try to do most times. We got when we were at a Sabres game, they put on the board at like one of the intermissions. It was like um, it was like Bandits tickets on sale now. You know, check it out word so i go on i got tickets in row four um for fuck i think like 20 bucks each so that's like not 40 dollars but with the bandits games it's weird because like you guys been to the bandits game uh we were bandits. gonna go because uh a dude that i used to work with 
was a goalie for the Riptide. Oh, that's sweet. And uh, he ended up, they like fucking uh, dropped him. Oh, yeah. So we didn't end up going, but. Mm -hmm. But you got to go. They're so worth it. Huh. When we went to Luke Holmes, yeah, did not get these tickets to load. He called what StubHub? Like, uh, it was SeatGeek. So I bought like the four tickets. Times. He's calling them on the way. It's like a two-hour drive because we went to Canada before. Yeah. yeah, they're like they should be in there. Like if you want to check your email again, we just sent them again, and we could not get them. That's so we so get weird. there. And we're like we have this ticket confirmation. Like we don't know what to do. And she goes, "This has been happening all day. Just go in, call SeatGeek, and tell them you never got them, and get them back. Get back." Yeah. I never got my I never called and got my money back. But That's what funny. happened was I bought them in like April for my yeah. sister's birthday. Which her birthday is in May and the concert was in August. Mm-hmm. Dude, I didn't get the barcodes for those tickets at fucking all. That's so stupid. So like, I don't like that shit. I, I don't like, like originally things. I bought them for my sister's birthday. It was a Thursday show. And uh she was like, you know what? Like I want to be able to drink. You're gonna want to drink. I don't wanna have fucking yeah. Like, one of us is going to have to fucking drive. It's going to be late. It's a long fucking drive. Mm-hmm. I didn't even end up fucking drinking there that day. Like, we fucking barely made it. That's so stupid. Like, I just don't get how, like, with sports events, with the amount of money that you're, you know, giving up and they're making and the resale, whatever the fuck. It's like, why are you going to play with my money like that? Yeah. I don't like that. If I'm going to spend $300 to go to a Bills game, that's fine. I'll go to one, two games a year. I'll limit myself. But I better have my goddamn tickets when I buy them. And yeah. I better be able to look at them. It's I, like, like that. Mm. It was like, oh, you should have the tickets within a couple days. Yeah. Like Ticketmaster, anytime I bought concert tickets, is, like gives you a countdown. You will have your barcode in this many days. Yep. That's and it, fine. And you get them that day. But SeatGeek, it was. They play with you a little bit. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that shit. It was. Yeah, my phone. So I have an eleven, and it's not fucking. It won't let me put nothing in my Apple Wallet. Really? Uh, it won't show up in my fucking. Is your iOS updated? Probably not. Dude. That's probably your problem. He said it transferred underneath her every. Yeah, thing. every That's game so we've gone to, I had to like transfer them to her. Also won't like when we're around yeah no i get my phone's just a fucking piece of shit but it really makes I mean, calls so many people in an area it won't load mm-hmm. really that's so dumb because it's too many phones trying to yeah like, yeah all, all trying to ping out the same tower but and shit i get it me and my mom got the new phones which ones do you have the 15 plus oh because they gave to us for free t-mobile was having this deal where it was like they give you a thousand dollars off the phone up to four lines so i did see that anything like if you got the 15 the 15 plus or the 15 pro you wouldn't have to pay anything monthly mm. at all. If you got the Pro Max, you had to finance like $200 over like 24 months or something. But they're like, fine. if you upgrade this plan, that's how you can get it. And then this new plan is supposed to ping your phone off a tower before like anybody else's. So it prioritizes yours over everybody else's. So I have great service anywhere I go. That's so nice. I, I hate it now because I got the 13. And I got the 13 for some sort of deal. I can't remember. But the salesman fucking grabbed me by the nuts with some stupid shit. He was like, uh, let's upgrade you to 5G. 5G is going to be the new 4G. It's going to be great. You're going to have all this new service. I'm like, word. Awesome. I got 5G. You don't got fucking 5G. Yeah. 5G sucks cock because they don't have any fucking towers yet. So yeah, I'm everywhere. Barely fucking have towers. Started, like, I have one bar right now. There's a cell tower over that way. I have one bar. Come on. Give me a fucking break. I got... And, uh, 
I have zero service. Yeah, well, there you go. Do you have five or four? You four. probably have four G. Four G. I wish I would have never changed. Yeah, I wish I would have never changed. But he gets me, and that's what salesmen do. That's their their job. They don't yeah. give a fuck about you. Just keep telling you, dude. I fucking hate salesmen. Just nope, I'm good. Dude, you dissed me like, the one I got, time. Yeah, both of you well, fucks. Listen, None of you guys listen, wanted man, a gym listen. membership. I already had one. Yeah, I know. Uh, I got serious in my truck. Oh, XM, yeah. So, I'm trying to get it. He goes, oh, yeah, we got every station um, for, like, up to four devices, whatever. Like, don't need that. He, he's, like, $34 a month. I was, like, eat a dick. $34 a month for serious Yeah, I was, like, XM? fuck you. No. And then he's like, all right, how about this one? We got this, like, two devices, like, $26 a month. I was like, nope. I'm like, listen, dude, I don't need, I just want fucking music. I don't need talk shows. No. That's what, that's all serious. I only is. need it on one fucking device. Yeah. So I'm at, I, it's like 13 bucks a month. I'm like, don't bad. try to sell me on some shit that you know, we both know I ain't going to fucking use. Oh, yeah. That's their job. Yeah. If they don't, um, if they don't say, I let them hear it, dude. I don't give a fuck about burps. So you fucks, yeah, if you're yeah. listening, you're going to get belches. Um, but yeah, no, the serious XM is, it's cool because there are some good channels. Like I liked it because my mom had it when she had that old truck. Yeah. And I like the comedy channels because I like comedy. So yeah, I, I, I don't always get, listen I don't to those. Get those. That's it. You don't get those? No, no. I just straight music. Oh, okay. I don't even care about the radio them. anymore. Like, I feel like Sirius is a waste because I, I just like. plug in my phone. I just plug in my phone, get whatever the fuck I want, and that's it. Well, that's, that's all thing. I, I don't have. My phone doesn't just hook up to the car. So I had to use one of the Bluetooth transmitters. Uh, oh, one and, of the FM transmitters? Yeah, of? yeah, that type of deal. What and when I'm driving, uh, mine is a 2012. It don't look like it, but it's a 2012. No, it doesn't. It's a nice truck. I, I just hit 71,000 not long ago. My phone automatically connects Wait. to the car the second I get in. Yeah, Mine's doing that now, which I like. That's 71,000, no rust. Really? Where'd you buy it from? Abbott Motors. Really? Yep. Abbott fucking Motors. I should have checked them out. I was looking, when I was looking to get a new truck, I was looking at all the big, you know, like, you know, Southwestern Boulevard. They got like the yeah, big fucking yeah. dealerships right there. That's yeah, but you're, you're like, that's yeah, exactly. the thing. Like, no, they, tried they tried to screw you? What oh, kind of car were you getting? It was like when I was getting my first car, I was like, I don't want to spend more than 8000 like, taxes, fees, all in. And he was like, cool. Starts showing me cars. And I'm like, okay, these are going to be like 8000 all in, right? Because I had the cash in hand. Oh, I see. Because um, um, I had, like, all the back pay from, like, yeah. the unemployment. So, so you were going to buy it straight up with cash. Like, I will give you $8,000 in cash. Yeah. I want it to be with included taxes and fees. So he starts showing us all these cars. I'm like, okay, I like this one. I can't even remember what it was. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Okay, so it's gonna be about nine or ten thousand I was like, "I literally told you for the past two hours that we wanted eight grand all in." And he was like, "Then why'd you let me show you eight thousand dollar cars?" And I just looked at him stupid. and I was like, "Why did you show me eight thousand dollar cars if you knew it wasn't gonna be with the taxes and fees all in?" And why wouldn't you just tell me that off the rip? Yeah, so that's so stupid. Ones and I was like, "Whatever." So I was gonna get this green PSL. There's mm-hmm. nothing like wrong with it. There's like a small rift spot on the inside, like where you can move the seat. But I was like, oh, yeah. I don't care, whatever. So I was going to pick it up the next day. They call me and they're like, we don't have the title for it. So you can pick it up in like two days. How do you have a car in your lot without a title? That's what I was about to say. That's mm-hmm. stupid so as So I'm far. waiting like a week for it at this point, And I'm like, this is getting ridiculous. So we went to Northtown Hyundai. They had it. They gave me for $7,500 in an orange KSL. Yeah. 2011. Um, they gave me brand new brakes, four brand new tires. They fixed anything that they were already going to fix in it because they were about to send it to auction. So they're like, if you give us this much, sure. 
then it's over with and you can just take it off your hands. I get it. It's weird too because usually with like with salesmen especially cash talks. So it's like you bring eight grand in, we will find a way to get you an eight grand car. That's fucking wet. And I found with all the cars that I was looking at, they were just so expensive. Uh that I was willing to put like eight or ten down and then figure out the rest and finance whatever the rest of it was. But there was cars that I could find on a used website or Abbott Motors or some little place for like twenty five grand. And they were selling them for like thirty five forty. Yep. And I'm like, there's there's some bullshit in here. But all, all everywhere you can buy something, you're going to get screwed unless yeah. you know what you're talking about. Well, the difference is, especially with like a used vehicle. Mm-hmm. If it's at a dealership, they're using parts straight from that manufacturer for it. Oh, yeah. So, um... But car dealerships will try to tell you you have to put something down. Yeah, you, you don't. don't. Have to put anything down. No, exactly. you really I don't. Put $500 down yep, you can do that. And I then you just you bite the bullet. You drive a 24? 24 what? That's fucking sweet. And I got, like, the limited edition color. Oh, and they that's were trying so to tell sweet. me that I had to put, like, at least a grand down. I said, no. No, you ain't gotta do that. I don't have to. But then you bite the bullet on how much you pay monthly, and I won't ask okay. you that. But like, it's fine if you got if you're good for it, then just fucking put down as little. I as make m- enough money to pay for my car. Then you're if good. I didn't, yeah. Then you wouldn't why have would it. I buy it. Yeah, exactly. But, that makes sense. No, I got all the little features I wanted. That's so sweet. I want a heated steering wheel. That's the one thing I don't that's, have with my new truck. I have and I'm like, like eh. that. That's gonna be the shitty thing with that. Just but like. I mean, my truck's going to be sitting for fucking five days at a time. That's true. And uh, that drive, I'm going to fucking rack up miles like fucking crazy. Yeah, and we were just saying that. You're going uh, Corrections uh, Corrections, corrections Academy. Corrections Academy. Yeah. And that's, and that's in Albany. Yeah, it's going to be a bit of a drive. Yeah, man. so I got like five hours. So the Sunday after Thanksgiving, I got to leave the house at like 930 to get there by three. Oh, my God. That's a fucking haul, dude. How long are you going to be there for? Uh, so it's five days at a time. I'll be there. I have to, the first week, I have to check in there at three o'clock. Mm-hmm. Then I'll leave around three on Friday, typically. Yeah. And then after that, uh, from what my dad was telling me, it's like, you uh, got to check in Sunday at 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. But um, when he was in, if you were like, he was in a hotel because they used to have so many people going through there at a time, like classes of a hundred. There was like three classes of a hundred people when he was in. Yeah. Um, the last class that just graduated was forty-two people. Before that, it was like thirty. Man. So, um, it's a whole fucking thing. He wasn't allowed to have his phone if you were in the academy. Okay. Or like so staying they... on academy grounds. So rather. is it like? Is it like? Uh, I'm, I'm calling it like college. Is it like? You know, you're on campus housing, or do you? Yeah, have, yeah. Do they give you like a hotel yeah. to stay the, uh, on campus housing because there's not so many people in there? So he was only in the like academy housing for his first week and his last week. Hmm. I'm gonna be there the full two months. Oh, okay. but I can use my phone. I it just has to stay locked up in my room from 5 a.m. to 6 p.m. Oh, that's... then I can use it after. That makes sense. I mean, but that's I'm going to have to get sprayed. I'm going to have to get gas. I was about to say, what's the process? Because it's probably not uh, like, you know, if you're going into the Marines or something. Right. But uh, you, you got to go through some sort of physical. Oh, test. yeah. It's they uh, they treat you like an inmate when you're there is essentially what I'm 
what I gathered. Oh. Inmates cook your food while you're there. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you're going to eat mm-hmm. so much prisoner saliva. Like, do you know that? Did you... The, you know what you eat the day before? Whatever's left gets turned into soup. That's oh. what they do in jails, too. So it's other people's shit? You know, not shit, but food, half-eaten no, food? No, not half-eaten food. Like, oh, whatever's not oh, from okay. that. That yeah, was kind yeah. of stupid of me. Um, um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's why it looks uh, like fucking garbage when they're eating it, right? Yeah. Or that's why they make it look like that in the movies. And yeah. Shit. Um, there's a lot of movies that are like kind of eh. over exaggerating. Um, I think my dad was saying one of the movies where it was kind of like depicted like pretty good was Get Rich or Die Trying. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, like New York facilities, like people be like, oh, yeah, we're in jail in New York and they got orange jumpsuits. Out. That's not right. Yeah. They wear green here. Oh, I see. So it was so, like an accurate depiction. Yeah. In real life. He it's said the like only thing was like. They had badges on their shirts there. That's your badges in, like, you get a wallet, your badges in your wallet. Mm. Why is um, that? I, I'm not sure. Probably some safety precaution. Maybe. Could be. Um, it, it's a whole fucking process to do yeah. it. I mean, I started this process of going through it last March. What made you want to do it? Just because you, you know people. Uh, so in there. high school, once my dad got into it, I was like, fuck, like, all right. Not a bad Just gig. with like your dad, like growing up, it's like your dad's like fucking. You're looking up to him, like fuck. Maybe I want to do that. Yeah, I hear you. And then, um, which he got in my sophomore year, so he he's he went through the academy when he was fucking forty years old. That's old for going through something yeah. like that. Your dad's <clears throat> a bad motherfucker. I love your dad. I haven't seen him in so long. Oh, dude, he's fucking. He's a good dude. Yeah. Is he still coaching? Off topic. So we both stepped away after last year, right? You were coaching? Yeah, I was coaching with him for a while. I didn't. Were you coaching? Uh, this is Little Loop Football. People yeah. don't understand, but were you coaching Tomahawks? Yeah, Warriors? Tomahawks. That's JV. So right? now it's all on one side. Yeah, it's West and East, right? Yeah. Because it's so fucking so small. Nobody years signed ago, up. Jake Achati, when he was coaching uh, Mustangs level, like freshman level, yeah. he changed. My dad was going to keep it as Tomahawks. Mm-hmm. He changed it to Trojans. Yeah. So my dad said, all right. So he changed JV to the Indians. Yeah. Oh, and then it was a whole East West. Yeah, Jay's kids went to East. And my dad, all of us went to West. Oh, I didn't know this. Yeah. So So there was like an in program Not so much as as a beat, but just like as a, all right, man, you know, like you're like. Like a fuck you too in a friendly way. Like a friendly, like, you know, all right, you'll make it Trojans. We're going to be the Indians. Like, I didn't know that's how it went. I thought there was yeah. just West and East because because it was because um <clears throat> oh fucking what's it called shit now okay oh yeah so we both stepped away last year yeah why is that too much being being fucking I was twenty at the time like eighteen nineteen twenty and it was like okay well now it's like I'm fucking five days a week in the summer after work like when I worked in residential it was like I got out of work and went right to practice. Yep, that's how it is. Because then you're waking like I'm fucking eighteen, nineteen, twenty years old. I want to go have fun Friday night and Saturday morning. You got to be at Saturday morning. You wake up for the game. I'm like, all right, yeah, like it's not bad, but like then she started coaching the varsity fucking cheer team. Oh, so it kind of worked. So we were there. We were there fucking late. Really? So I, I was like, all right, like this is kind of getting whatever. I stepped away. I like I I told him like 
Or no, so he was like, yeah, I think I might be done after this year. And I'm like, all right, so am I. Like, I'm not going to fucking go there if you're not coaching. And at this rate, your little sisters, are they still cheering there? Or no, they, no. I was about to say, they're probably Ma- out. Maggie aged out. Okay. Uh, she's 16. Ellie could this year, but she quit. Okay. But, uh. Well, then you got no someone, family ties. Someone went back. Who's that? My dad fucking went back this year. He and went just kind of helped out. Yeah. That's good. I wanted to do it because the one time. Because I, I did my last year, which was freshman year, because I had, like, one more year of eligibility. Yeah. And I was coached by uh, Matt Haddock, yeah. Jared Wild, like, just young dudes. So, like, we were running, like, Madden plays. Yeah. They would, yeah. literally would line up. They'd be like, corner strike. And you'd be like, word, and we know the shit. And yeah. it was so much fun. So, <clears throat> that year after that, when I was, like, a sophomore, I went back and helped him out. And oh, okay. I was there. I was on the sidelines for a couple games. And then the one game I was down there and they're like, we don't have an announcer. You want to announce? I'm like, fuck yeah, I do. So I went up there. I was up there announcing. I was going crazy. I pulled out the holy catfish. And there was this kid. He's actually pretty good now. I think he got a a scholarship somewhere. I can't remember. But his name was Sunday. I Yep. Samuel and Sunday. Dude, Sunday was a fucking, he was a little, he was a big kid, but he was like a little pussyfooter at the time. It was like his first year playing. I think he went to. He ended up going to Franny's. Yeah, he went. He was in Lackawanna, and yep. then he moved to Franny's. I think he got a scholarship. They just won a championship uh, Did off they? topic. They beat Canisius, I think, last night. I oh, saw for it. the Monsignor uh, Martin fucking. Yep, that trophy. And uh, But I, I saw him and his brother would be running around. Yeah. So then I was up in the booth, and I was like, here comes his brother Tuesday, and I would be <laughs> fucking around. Dude, his parents got so mad. They're like, it's Sunday. And I'd call him Saturday and shit. <laughs> just fucking around. Here comes Thursday. Yeah, exactly. But that announcing, it was so much fun. I only did it one game, but I was like, I'd totally come back and just announce, like, you know, some little nine-year-olds yeah. and just, like, actually keep the stats up so they can be like, remember when that guy was yelling my fucking name and going yeah, right. But then I thought about it, I'm like, Saturday, what? You're there, games probably start at, like, nine and end at, like, two or three o'clock. Am I uh, really about to JV, JV games, if it's, like, all on schedule, starts at 2.30. 2.30, yeah, so it's like so it's, it's a not, fair it's, amount of time. Yeah, your day is gone, essentially. It's, who fuck? It's, no. uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. It, it it was fun while I did it. It wasn't really worth it. Yeah. I, I'm not that it wasn't worth it, but I don't think it was worth my time. No, for sure, it probably wasn't. And then you're working all week, so you're tired as fuck, and then right. you're dealing with little kids and little girls running around, just not, not that they... It's like we gotta win the championship, not like the cheer tournament. But that's how you were. You were yeah. just a main no, no, like Parents like the five play rule. I oh yeah. If we didn't get them in, it's like all right. They're like oh, the kids are here to have fun. It's like listen, these kids are playing modified now. Yeah, that like it's coaching. getting serious slowly. This is, you're not playing football for fun anymore. No. You play to fucking win. Same thing with cheer. It gets real serious. Yeah. Sports. Very serious. Oh, yeah. I, I don't want to fucking sit around and be like, okay, as long as you have fun. No, okay, go run this shit. When the best 11 are going to be on the field. Mm-hmm. There was someone, I'm not going to say the name, obviously, but they were like, oh, it's supposed to be my son's big year or whatever. Like, it's his second year. He's won. supposed to be a starter. Yeah. It's like, dude, your son's a pussy. <laughs> he's eight-year-old, and he's fucking worthless to this team. Like, he's like... He's not good. Was it okay? So why wasn't he good? You don't have to bring up his name. Was it like he, he wasn't was, ready to be physical, or was he just not good? Like, he's skill just, wise, he wasn't good. And then it got to the point where like he wasn't really being physical. So yeah. it was like, all right, like 
and it's tough too because when they're little and like even with cheerleaders in certain aspects that i wouldn't understand but like if you're not willing to like looking at it from a football player if you're not willing to line up in front of somebody and say you're doing just a blocking drill you're doing bull in the ring and you're not willing to hold your ground and you just go down it's weird because one you're a little kid and you don't understand and you're still learning or like if you're in cheer and you're in a fucking pyramid or whatever and you're not holding people up because you're tiny you want to be like you have to protect the flyer you have to protect that person but also you're so small that like if you're not blocking to the whistle or holding a person up the whole time you can't really yell at them you got to encourage but nah. i'll be stern it's weird I was, i'd be losing my voice at those games really I this is supposed to be fun you know what's fun winning winning makes it a lot better people don't understand winning that especially mm-hmm. when because like my dad he was an alcoholic so he was like there but he wasn't there right and then my, so i had my mom but my mom never played sports she was a tomboy she rode horses so like she never knew that so i'd come home upset about a game like my first year i'm like i wish i could have played to have a you know some sort of help in the game and she's like well there's always next time i don't fucking care about yeah. next time because i'm here now and i'm mm-hmm. sad and i'm annoyed so it's like it's weird when you don't have people that that understand that yeah. life to back on, if Last that makes year, sense. Yeah. Comes to team. They were called Shiny Tinies. The they were like three, <laughs> two, three, four. No, maybe not two. At least three. I didn't know cheerleading started that early. Mm-hmm. For it's like, like an that, all-star team. That's okay to be fun. Oh yeah. They only did one competition. They got their little pin that said like we hit zero. Like, oh yeah. Of course they did. They're this big. But, yeah, that's like mean. Like they didn't get any like, points yeah, off. Yeah, it's oh, cute. I they see. weren't scored. Oh. They don't okay. get scored that young. Right. So it's literally just like here, watch my kid. Oh, I see. You just let him go. Sure. Then it's fun. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's when it's about. Yeah, fun. that's when After it's that, like go have fun. Yeah. Get your stuff together. But it's like, and two, then you get some people that you know I've known that think their kids are immediately so they much better, yeah. and they're going. Oh, yeah. to my kids and they're going to get a scholarship. There's a kid to, that uh, we nice graduated school. with. You, your class. Uh, your class. I won't say his name. He. uh he went somewhere, it, like, for basketball. Oh, yeah. Swore he's going to the fucking league. Oh, yeah. You I know, know what you're talking about. I know what you're yeah. talking about. He's a good dude, but yeah. He is. He, he but, was like that. <laughs> um, he was. Good dude. Yeah. It, it's weird, because, like, that brings on a weird mentality. Like, so that kid, it, who I think is a very good person, his mom was super into it. Like, he's going to the league. We're going to do it. But I don't like, think you're on the same page. Are you talking about? No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had to go silent for a second. Yeah, we know what we're talking about. I thought um, you were talking about fucking. Well, I think, that, yeah, that's that's where he, I'm transitioning. Because with him, the, the first person we are speaking of, just trying to keep it nice here and collect it on the old New York. Um, the the first kid, he... But he had athletic ability and he was good. Oh, I yeah, remember, yeah. He was an athlete, for I sure. I remember the one time he... Uh, wait. Oh, that sounds good. Um, But, god damn. It sounds like you're fucking opening up a, a jar or something. Just uh, knuckle popping here on the old New York today. Uh, but that kid, he sometimes had trouble, you know, remembering, remembering stuff. Yep. So, I, even though I didn't play that much, I knew everything. So, the one time we were drawing up passing concepts. I'm like, oh, this is this one. This is this one. We were just talking about it. So then we're at practice that day. 
and we're kneeling, we're waiting to get started for like the offensive side of it. And he's like, all right, well, I'm going through it, going through it, going through it. And the other kid we're talking about, he comes over, he's like, why the fuck, why are you talking about, you know, these passing concepts? You ain't going to play. And then me and the, the first kid are looking at him like, what the fuck is your problem? And he like, yeah, like with, with the one what? person we're talking about, he was not only did he think he was going to go to the league, which is fine, but he was good. He was an athletically sound person. He had good hands. He was a good route runner. He was fast. He was good at basketball, a bunch of shit. But he then the did, second kid was, just... was so fucking garbage, but always thought he was going to go somewhere. So he just ran his mouth. And it's like, yeah. if you think you're going to be really good or your kid's going to be really good, push them. Like, try yeah. and get there. But make Even sure they're not if, a like, douchebag. When they're young, push them. Yes. Push them as hard as you fucking can. That's the difference. Like, don't. A lot of people are like, oh, no, like, let them do what they want. Don't let them fucking quit. Mm-mm. You can't let them quit. You cannot let your kid quit, no matter what it is. And if they're going to quit, make them face the coach and say, I'm done. This is why. Yeah. Thank you for everything. Right. But you can't just let them not, you know, you can't let them just stop showing up. To like something like that happened at work. Yeah. Fucking shout out Goa. But this dude. Fucking Goa, Goa. He he was, he was the one that was the, he was the one that was the goalie for the Riptide. Oh, that's dope. That's a sweet name. Yeah. So, uh, he he's native. He uh he was opening a smoke shop on the res. Uh huh. And everyone knew about it, but um, like he was he. I was talking to him. And he's like, yeah, dude. I'm not even gonna put in my two weeks or nothing. Like, I'm oh, just he's gonna, gonna leave. Skip out of the job. Yeah. Which he ended up doing, but like. You have no plans on coming back. You're like, it's a big fucking union. They're going to be able to get someone like we had someone in there the next week. Exactly. So like that, like, yeah, I could see, but he didn't have any plans. Like if it doesn't work out, I'm coming back. He didn't want to Mm. like me. Like I told them I got my call two weeks ago yesterday Mm -hmm. or a week, a week ago. It worked. Last last week, about a week ago, something like that, you know. Yeah, so I got I got the call last week Friday, and uh, which was fucking crazy. So my investigating officer, you're like, you get an investigating officer, they do your background check. Mm-hmm. Like, like I was saying earlier, I started the process in March. Mm-hmm. I took a fifteen hundred question psych test. Fifteen hundred questions. Fifteen hundred question psych test. I How long that did that take you? Like three and a half hours. What the fuck? And that's like just like which where... my dad had to go to Albany for that. I got to do it online. Okay. So that's just like how stable you are upstairs and how you can conduct certain situations. Probably. Yeah. So it, it's a bunch of like it's like the same questions all worded differently to see if you're like fucked in the head, like answering everything different, like yeah. It's not like a completely different question. It's just worded differently. Question means the exact same thing. Yep, and you just have to be It's able not to like something where it's up for interpretation. I've it's, done those for jobs before. I know yeah. what you're talking about. So then in May I had to go for my physical test. Mm-hmm. Which was like an eye test, hearing test, drug test, blood work. And then the actual physical test itself was uh it was like a one foot, like just step, like the step up shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to keep up with a metronome for three minutes, which it was like up, up, down, down, up, up for three oh, minutes. Oh, yeah. I get what you're Wasn't saying. Wasn't bad. Then you had to 
uh, lift a hundred and hundred and thirty. 130 pound dummy you had to lift tension off its neck like someone that was hanging themselves you had oh, to lift tension off its neck for five seconds mm-hmm. you had to drag one on a blanket a 150 pound dummy you had to drag on a blanket for like a certain amount of like feet yeah. like a certain distance rather and then um you had to get over a three foot wall which i just fucking stepped over would <laughs> <laughs> you fucking call and shit what six four uh, six three, yeah, six three, fucking solid height, and you're um, getting that easy. Yeah. Uh, the it's set on the sheet. The one thing I was worried about, it was like you have to go up and down a flight of stairs five times in a minute. Mm. I'm telling my dad, I'm like, yeah, like I'm worried about that. He goes, dude, it's the same height as the stairs at home. Go do it five times. You'll be like, holy shit, it hasn't been a minute yet. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh okay. So I get there, and they're like, walk up four steps, turn around, walk down. That's all you had to do, and then like go up a ladder. To a certain height and come down. And then lock and unlock a door. That's what they're testing for? That's pretty fucking easy. Yeah. That makes me think... Well, there like, was people that didn't make it. Really? Like the I, Paul I Blarts of these fucking academies? Fucking Is bigger than Paul Blart, bro. Like, really? made me look... Like, I was like, damn, okay. Like, made you look like you've fine. been cutting for months, man. Yeah. That's nuts. Like, the hardest thing for me was the uh, sight test, because you have to get five lines without correction. Oh, what does that mean? Five lines without correction? Like, without vision, like, cor- vision correction. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. They, they had me, right when I got there, they were like, all right, take your glasses off. Bro, uh-huh. I didn't get my sight test on for an hour and a half. I was so walking, around, I was walking around, couldn't see. That's oh, crazy. I had to get, like, an EKG, too, and, like, a regular physical there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, huh? so what prescription do you wear? Are you blind as a bat? So fucking blind, I forget dude. that you wear glasses. I haven't seen you with glasses in years. Probably yeah. 10 years I haven't seen you wear glasses. Yeah, I'll wear it, but, like, dude, it's... Because, like, glasses, you can't... Like, out of the side, the lens doesn't fucking come all the way around yeah. or down. So you're still blind. So I, I'll always wear contacts. But I'm I not going to wear them for the academy because I have to get fucking sprayed. If it gets under the fucking And then you're contacts. stuck with those, and you gotta keep yeah. putting them in, just mm-hmm. like your own personal Like, health. they use water-based, from what, I, from what I've heard, they yeah. use water-based in, like, academies and stuff. Mm-hmm. But my understanding is that um, <laughs> they use oil-based. Yeah. And so that probably hurts a fuck ton more. And yeah, it probably sticks to your eye a little mm-hmm. bit better. And you can't, like, rinse it out so much with water. Because it's oil. That's terrifying. Yeah. Knock on wood, but I my whole family, my my dad, my uncle, my other uncle, all my uncles, uh, some of my aunts, my grandparents, they all wore glasses. And for the moment I have okay, okay like vision. Like, yeah. You'll but you'll probably end up with like some reading glasses. I think I'm screwed, dude, and I, I just I don't fucking know. I'm afraid, but like I don't know. I, I see now because Anthony, Joya, shout yep. out Anthony, uh, he has glasses, but he oh, would wear he? contacts. Yeah, it's weird. You would have never thought, I right? Because you never see him fucking wear glasses. Yeah, he must have started wearing the contacts fucking young. Dude. He had the contacts, and I always ask him, like, is that fucking terrifying putting them in? But then I, uh, oh, who was I speaking with? I can't remember. It may have been you. Oh, I don't know. Somebody who wears contacts was telling me about, oh, it was my neighbor, Bob. He, uh, he had his contact go underneath his fucking eye and, like, in the back of his eye. Oh, in the back? Like, I've had it fold, terrible. and it's, like, right here. Yeah. And I have to, like, pull my eye down and then push it back up. 
Uh, like that, I can't imagine doing that. That, it's like, if you fucking really scratch, like, you got an itch on your eye and you really fucking go at it, which you're not supposed to do anyway, even without contacts, you're not supposed yeah. to really be getting at it. Man, I love itching my eyes. I love it. Like, getting uh, that good, I, like, I love mm. getting a fucking Q-tip in the fucking ear, dude. Those are so, terrible for you. I don't it's give a fuck. <laughs> dude, how often do you use them? Fucking daily. Really? I do it all the time. I, I get Q-tip out of the shower. I, I'll use it. Sometimes I'll fucking hit it before and after I shower. Really? You're... But I saw this thing where if like you just like tilt your head to the side, get some hot ass water in there, you'll hear it like something like kind of crackling and popping. It's oh, just yeah. hot water breaking up wax. You know what you can do in your ear? Hydrogen peroxide. And I heard about water, this. And you can put it in your ear and it'll break up the. So I was talking to Kenzie about this because I, when I worked a certain job, I was working with a jackhammer all the time. Didn't have earbuds in. Or your asshole. Yeah, well, that was that was my you fault. I'm an idiot, and I know I'm an idiot. Do you not do it? No. Uh, no. dude, I used to fucking raw dog the air hammer all the time. That's I'm duck terrible. Work. Oh, that's terrible. So because it just rings through. Mm-hmm. But now, because the one time I was, we had a certain hole that took like days to jackhammer through. It was like a fucking three foot thick concrete. It sucked. But I was in this whole all fucking day, and now my right ear is a little bit more uh, tone deaf than this ear, and I can feel it. So uh, I'm telling Cassie, I'm like, oh, I really need to get this figured out. And I went to the doctors, and because like I, I was still, you know, 17, so I went there, and I met a pediatrician who doesn't give a fuck. So he he puts the thing in my ear, thing in my ear. He's like, oh, you're good, you know, and he didn't fucking look. So I was worried at first that it was a earwax blockage you know when you see yeah. have you ever seen those on tiktok oh yeah they fucking pull that motherfucker out i love oh, it yeah. i do i want to get that done so bad but i'm thinking i'm telling him like i think it might be a blockage so i want to get it checked out he said nothing was wrong i think he's fucking jerking me off and throwing me out the door because he doesn't want to talk to me anymore but um i realize it's still affecting me so i tell her i'm like you know, we should really i got I, I should really figure this out and she looks up the hydrogen peroxide method and it, she's probably told you, but people who don't know, you dip it in and you put it in your ear and let it sit for a little while. You hear that snap, crackle, pop, like the little yeah. Rice crispy guys, and then it fucking comes out of your ear. But apparently, if you put too much in, it's bad. Like you have to be very precise with the amount, or it can fuck your hearing. So she was like, "We should try this." We look up a video, and then we see a doctor like, "Don't do this, and if you do it, do it correctly." And I've been like scared to do it, I so I haven't. And now my and now my ear is still fucked. So it's like. Do I give it a shot? But I want, I think it might be earwax because I I would work this job and there's dirt everywhere. There's concrete. So I'd be like itching oh, shit I'm out of my ear. Oh, I'm getting in that motherfucker with, yeah, the, with my gloves have, on still. Yeah. I have this thing called D-Brox. D-Brox? Yeah, What's that? It's like drop things on your ear and it breaks up the earwax. Oh, shit. You don't have to be allowed to Can you get that at just like a Rite Aid? Rite Aid, Target. Word. Don't buy the yeah, I don't know. I actually yeah, that's something it's probably worth buying the name brand. And Get the good just, shit. Like the D-Brock, sometimes it'll come in the package with like the suction thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and like you could pull out the wax through that motherfucker. Yeah, and, and just, you just put, like, yeah. a warm, like wet Q-tip uh, like yeah. to get like the rest of it out. Oh, I didn't know this. See, I gotta fucking do these things for myself because yeah. it's the little I self-care shit that I need to start nah, taking. I fucked up one time. So like I always throw an AirPods at work. With a one shot, oh, yeah. he'd be like, nope, only if you're doing like this thing, which was like a, the most monotonous fucking thing ever. I was working on a CNC machine. I'd hit a pedal, press a button. 
Yeah. I did that for fucking I months. Hate it. I've worked on CNC machines too. They're months straight, bro. That's terrible. So the pay better and than I, good. And I wasn't putting. I wasn't. I didn't think like, oh, let's clean off the fucking earbuds. Yeah. So at one point, I got a fucking like pimple in the ear hole. Been there. I it, dude, I was like fucking death in that ear. Oh, it really fucked your ear up. I thought it was just like a little. I've had the little ones I, that you I, can like actually pop and get them. Oh out. no, dude, like this, Have like heard. it was like I had an earplug in in that ear. Oh my god. For like a solid week and a half. I've had swimmers ears, so I feel like I. I, I oh, that's when like the shit. water's like. Yeah, but it there, gets right? like really stuck. So I think I know kind of what you're talking about. Yeah. That sucks though when you lose any sort of sense and any yeah. ear, it sucks. And I don't know. The ears is the worst. I like being able to hear, but I was dumb. Because when I worked at that job where I'm working with a jackhammer and uh, and I'm breaking concrete all day and saws and warehouses. Also, though, let me tell you something. For a hole, you're better off using a fucking core drilling machine. Oh, yeah. Well, like we, we had a core. Yeah. You're 100% better off with the fucking diamond hole saw bit. But they're and the so fucking... loud, though. Coring machines. They are so get a, get a real dude. Loud. We I just I uh, I just delivered one to a job. Brand fucking new. Is it beautiful? So nice. The one that like I use black is and orange. It was they're so sweet. And they're big fucking bits too that you put on the Oh yeah. Those. They're dude, the huge. One, the one I was using uh one time, it was fucking on a hammer drill. Oh. Well, yeah, I've and used those before. I'm acting like it's I'm so like, funny. I feel like we're fucking up the whole saw a bit, but fucking whatever. Yeah. It was so fucking loud. There was not an earplug in sight on this job. Crazy. I was working for, uh... Nah, fuck it. I don't work there no more. I was working at Allied Mechanical. Yeah. And, uh... There was, like, eight of these holes that had to be drilled out. And you got put on hole duty? Yeah. So mm-hmm. you had to hit... There was, like, probably six inches of, like, the rubber roof, then, like, six inches of insulation. Really old fucking building. Yeah. It was the old Barklow building on fucking corner of louisiana and kentucky and like the first ward yeah i know where you're talking about. yeah like near where the, that's right next to this where they train arena. the police dogs yep so um that that fucking sucked also it was like 80 degrees so you're on a black rubber roof you kneel with pants on and it's you got a couple seconds before it's fucking burning your burning neck. through your pants yeah like it hurt like fucking hell i smoked out a drill up there because it was so fucking hot yep I've been um, through that same situation. I'm like, just... tool, dude, I have, I have probably about like three grand just in power tools, maybe more. You know what's weird? I like when I was a kid, because my dad didn't really show me that shit. I wasn't into, you know, tools, being a handyman, working on cars. Never, I just never cared to learn it. But then as soon as I got into like the trades, yeah, I was like, this is fucking awesome. And I bought a drill and I bought an impact and I bought I'm about I'm like impulsively wanting to buy uh, an oscillator or a multi-tool with a cutoff saw. Time the fuck out. Here's what you're gonna buy. Okay. I got it at Home Depot. What kind what brand do you use? When I when I got into working the trades, I was told get DeWalt or Milwaukee, keep it there. I'm gonna go Milwaukee from this point on. Milwaukee's more durable, it lasts longer. I, I have a. I fucking listen. I like Milwaukee, but you don't really give a fuck. I I preferred DeWalt. My Why DeWalt, is that? I, just I've never to... had an issue. Okay, 
the drill that I smoked out was beat the fuck up anyway. Yeah. I used it for fucking everything. Mm-hmm. But I bought, so I didn't buy it. I got it for Christmas. I saw this kit. And I already had <coughs> a drill. Me. I already had a drill and an impact. Mm-hmm. It was like a hammer drill. Not like a big hammer drill, but you know, a regular drill where yeah. you can put it on the hammering setting. Yeah, I know exactly. It was that, an impact. Oscillating multi-tool. Circular saw. Yeah. Spotlight. And I want to say there was something else in, oh, and a grinder. Oh, a grinder's a great tool. With I have ba- a mini with, with batteries, okay? That's a fuck ton of money. And a big fucking, like how they have the Milwaukee Packouts and like it's yeah. the DeWalt Tough System box. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. big one on wheels. All that together, $500. It's fucking insane. Not to, that's a great for, And deal. that's a fucking, that's a few grand in tools. So where did you find that deal? Home fucking depot. Go I online. There, and I didn't go online. I went to the Home Depot near here. And uh, the tools I ended up buying when I first got into it, because I was doing siding. So I got an impact drill, a regular drill, uh, and a mini cutoff, which is just a grinder, but it's, yeah, it doesn't do as much. And it came with two two amp batteries, which are you know good to put three screws in. Yeah. And then uh, I got a fucking a charger. I got a nine amp hour fucking flex volt. Those right. things are sick, dude. They're Those, so well, sick. I have an issue with it. What is that? So I bought a 60-volt Sawzall. Yes. So I have to use a flex-volt battery. Oh. Because the flex-volt batteries are the ones that go to 60 volts. Mm-hmm. So you That's have, the so only battery I have it. for the Sawzall. That's annoying. So but as soon like, as it dies, you got to wait. So I got two impacts, two drills. I was like, yeah, it smoked out. It still works. I'll use it until it catches on fire. No, yeah, Two impacts, should. two drills, Sawzall, grinder, circular saw. Oscillating multi-tool, spotlight, floodlight, speaker, fan. Mm-hmm. Dude, I had this kid that I worked with. His name was John. He was a cool dude. Um, but he never worked any sort of trades. So we were doing this job, the same one that I started to lose my fucking hearing on. We were downtown, and they had an old chain link fence. So yep. they had to come down. So our boss drives to the site with this kid. First time meeting him for me and the kid that worked there, his son. And we're like, oh, nice to meet you. And he's like, Steve, give him something to do. I'm like, ah, okay. So I, there's these big-ass uh, chain link posts that were like 10 feet tall. And I said, we have to take these down. This is an angle grinder. So I, I attached no, the wheel. I no. put the battery on. I said, okay, and you got to be light with these. You got to let the tool do the work. Like when you, I try to tell people when I'm teaching them. Don't like, pinch the fucking wheel because it'll yeah. blow the fuck up. So I fucking tell the kid, I'm like, when you're cutting a steak, you don't dive into the fucking steak. You cut it with the knife because the knife does the work. Same thing with a grinder. You let the grinder touch the metal and let it work. Let it do the fucking work. This kid, boom, and it just hits this fucking thing, shatters in a million different areas. It was a tire shop. One of the pieces sliced into one of the tires in a stack. I'm like, that's why you slow the... F- this is the first thing he did with this company. Just immediately destroys this wheel. It shot off in all these different directions. We're on a corner, too, so there's cars everywhere. It's the fucking east side, so people are walking. There's a school. Like, could have killed somebody or at least cut someone real fucking bad and just smash this grinder and, uh, into a big-ass, like, three-inch... Uh, three inch thick post. And I was thinking, you know, he's going to sit there and buzz at this for five, 10 minutes, try and figure out how to right. use it. I'll be fine. Yeah. He almost fucking 
got himself good with a grinder. Yeah, we got this one. It's like a chop saw for. We do a bunch of different shit with it. Like they're called turn veins, and it's because you do like duct work. Is it, yeah, it's cheap, yeah, right. Okay, I, I see. It's it's like this chop saw, but there's a fucking twelve inch like cutoff wheel for a grinder on it. Oh, yeah, oh, that's weird. So the first couple times I was using it, I was like, ah, you know, because like a nickname for cutoff wheels when you're using a grinder is. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's not you're good. You're good. Over. A nickname for it is a death wheel. Oh, that's fucking terrifying. Like Why even on like that? a four and a half inch grinder, it's like a cutoff wheel. People call them death wheels. Yeah, because they will fuck you up. Mm. I I used a chop saw with a grinder wheel on it, and I was sitting because it was a big one to cut like huge posts. Like yep. we would get like a twenty foot post and just cut it to have two tens rather than yep. buying more because just money. And I was at the shop one day and I had to cut it, and it was like it was on the ground. So you think it's about that big. So we got logs that were about the same width. Yep. And so you could balance the, uh, yeah, the balance the piece, pole. Yeah. So we, I'd be sitting there cutting it, cutting it, cutting it, turning it. And it would eventually, you know, snap off. And it would just come up on the saw. And I, I'm sitting like right in front of the saw. So I had to like, once I got to the end of my cut, I had to like angle myself on the saw. So it wouldn't shoot off and kill me if it were to do that. Yeah, Dude, tools are scary. <laughs> like, yeah, there's you some tools are terrifying. Terrifying. <sighs> the electricity is the fucking scariest one that I've worked with. That's the one thing that I, that plumbing and HVAC are the three things I've never done. I can build shit, but I can't, I can't fuck around with Yo, pipes HVAC, or. You could teach a fucking monkey to do it. I've it's heard it's so very easy. fucking easy. Put shit together for it. Figuring everything out sucks dick. I've heard. And the only time I've worked alongside HVAC individuals is at this job I'm at now where there's everybody running around and it's weird because i can't really gain an idea on how they're doing it like i can watch somebody put in yeah. a door and get an idea but like you have to be right fucking next to them to understand yeah. like my my like they have a specific like there's a specific sheet metal hammer obviously like other brands make them but it's like the shape of the hammer and like that shit yeah i bought a nice one my fucking my sheet metal hammer cost me eighty dollars Okay. A fucking hammer. Eighty dollars. Eighty bucks. I got a hammer. It's a it's a twenty ounce Milwaukee hammer, but it's a nice one that's got like the nail divot in it. You yeah, know what I'm talking yeah. about? So you just pop the nail in it, boom, boom. Yep. Uh, that was like thirty five bucks. Yeah. At Home Depot, which is fucking Tools disgusting. Are so fucking expensive. But they're so cool. Yeah, like when, I love them. I love everything I got. I um, love it too, because now when we were redoing this. Like, uh, we, we had, like, patches in the drywall that needed to be done, so I was showing Kenzie how to do it. She's like, that's cool. Yeah. I'm, I felt like a fucking handyman. I'm like, I got this, babe. Let me go yeah. get my drill. <laughs> and fucking fix it. And yeah. I don't know. I like doing shit like that. It's rewarding. Because especially, like, I've just, I never knew anything about tools. Like, right. I barely knew how to I, use I an air compressor anything. before I started this stuff. And now I can fix an air compressor. Yeah. So it's like, like, I didn't weird. know shit about it before either. But, um... I don't know. I, I didn't want... My main thing was, I didn't want to go to college. Anytime they were like, you come down to guidance, what do you want to do? I'm going to do HVAC or be a CO. That was always my... Your two things. My two things. I already fucking did the HVAC. I've fucking been on it for two and a half years. Okay, mm -hmm. I'm done. Mm -hmm. I rushed into it. I loved it. I love the people I work with. Not for me anymore. You know? You just don't want to stay in it. I get that. I, like, it was so, it was so fucking weird, the, the way the shit all went down. 
Because I just realized again, I fucking went way off topic. It's fine, dude. Just so uh, I uh, what was it? Last week, I went and delivered to Collins Correctional Facility, state Mm -hmm. facility. Um, I delivered there. I was like there and back twice, two days in a row. Mm. Um. Then the second day, I was in class. And we had like a new, kind of like a new teacher. And he was like, oh, could you guys see yourself doing this for, for the rest, rest of your, your life? life. Yeah. And I just, I go, fuck no. Mm-hmm. He was like, no, and I go, no, like I can't, like, I'm not going to fucking suck your dick and be like, yeah, yeah. I think what I was can. the rebuttal question was like, why wouldn't you? It's so good. But he, he, good did, he was like, why? Well, I was like, dude, I just can't. Yeah. That's the funny. next day. Now, like rewind fucking to March of last year when I started this process. Yeah. I went and did like the whole questionnaire and shit online for it. And I get, I'm at this place. It's called Frontier Galvanizing. I'm delivering shit there. Mm-hmm. I get a text. Sean Godwin Jr. You have been uh, recognized as a approved applicant for this job. So that's where I got that. I'm on my fucking way there. Mm-hmm. I get a call from, or well, first I missed a call from a five one eight number. Five one eight Albany. Mm-hmm. I have a voicemail, like, "Hey Sean, this is Investigator Williams. Um, I just had some questions. I wanted to update your file." Like, all right. I tell Hannah, she's like, "Oh fuck," because like, I, sounds kind of I've weird. had I've had to do a bunch of shit for it. I've sent proof of residency three times. I've had to send. A bunch of different shit. Right? That's really annoying. Yeah. <laughs> like, on her break, she'd go and mail my shit out for me. I get it. That is annoying. Um, so, I put the phone down. Like, I told Hannah that. I'm like, alright, well, I'm, I'm gonna go drive here. Like, I'm gonna call back. We're playing fucking phone tag. Mm-hmm. I, I get her call back. I'm almost there. Okay? Mm-hmm. And this is going to Albany? This is going to that Frontier Galvanizer. Oh, okay. And she's, like, asking me all these questions. It's, like, it's just a bunch of shit. Like, has this happened? Like, the one was, like, have you, um, have you fucking had an interact, like, encounter with a police officer? I was, like, yeah, I got, I like, I blew past a truck inspection site. Mm -hmm. And uh, I got stopped by, like, a trooper for the DOT. Oh, I see. And she was, like, did you get a ticket? I was, like, no. No, she was. I said I got a couple violations. No and for the DOT on a company truck. Yeah. So that would that even count towards? Uh, I don't know because he took. Working? He had to take my license and take like my oh. name down on my DOT card. Okay, so, so you want to make sure CD you're not lying to right. the people you're trying right. to get a job from. I see. Um, which like I don't have a CDL. I just went and got a physical through the DOT. Yeah. Which permits you to drive these trucks. Oh, I know. You did redo that. that every two years. Okay. It's at like a certain weight. You have to do it. Oh, okay. Like I was driving a twenty-six thousand pound truck. So yeah, you probably it's like a thirty-five foot long fucking box truck. Yeah, I was driving sixteens. I was fine. Yeah, that's a big truck. uh, Oh yeah. So then she runs through all the other questions. She's like, "I'm like, nope, none of that's none of that shit's changed." She's like, Mm -hmm. "All right, well, uh, the real reason I'm calling you is to offer you a spot in the academy." Oh, I was like, "Oh, fuck." It, and now was, you're going to get another now, job. So now I'm, that's where I'm going. That's, uh. So you made that, and this was when? This was. This was, uh. 
last week Friday. Last week. Oh wow! So this is new, new. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. So I, I assume you you parted ties with the galvanizing company. Uh, well, I didn't work there. I was delivering for where I work. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but you, they'll figure it out. Yeah. You? They'll. So I um. I called the union hall. I was like, "Hey, I'm dropping the program." I had to go turn in like my iPad and fucking the charger, oh, shit. Yeah. which was dog shit. I I was using that charger because my phone charger sucked, so I was using the one I got with the iPad. Yeah. So I had to go buy a charger that night. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, um, for plates and shit that you didn't give a fuck about. It's yeah. Fine. And then um, when I got back, I'd like I, I like gave him my notice. It wasn't like, it was longer than two weeks. Like, but I was like, yeah, like I'm fucking, I'm leaving. Yeah, you just don't want to ruin or burn that bridge. Yeah. So when I went to turn my shit in the following Monday, um, the guy that's like kind of the like in control of the classes and shit. Yeah. He was like, dude, you're leaving in a great way. I really mean it. Like, good luck to you. But if it mm-hmm. doesn't work out since you're leaving in such a good way and like in good graces, call me if it doesn't work out and we'll get you back here. That's awesome. That's what you want. Yeah. That is ideally what you want. Like, I don't want to go and fucking burn a bridge. And no. like I've burned two now. Yeah. And I really regret it because the, the first construction company I worked for out of high school, everybody told me, they're like, well, I didn't get my check this week and I got my check from two weeks ago this week and this, this, and the other thing. So the one week I didn't get paid. So I texted my boss. I said, sup dude, didn't get my check. Uh, not playing this game and I'm not trying to be a dick, but I'm not doing this. And, and now every person that I worked for several people have walked in and out of there in that time. They're like, well, I, you know, I got a, I got no check this week or this, that, or the other thing. And they quit. So I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking, okay, well, if this happens to me, I'm not playing with my money. And I'm only, you know, six, uh, 17 at this time. Right. My check don't come in. I say, hey, man, I'm not showing up today until I get my money. Respectfully. He sends me cash app. He's like, oh, sorry, I didn't see that. But it's like, sorry, I didn't see that. Something didn't go wrong. Something wasn't mistaken. You know, yeah. I didn't get my check. What's that? So that same day I texted him, I'm like, not coming back. Uh, thank you for my check. I appreciate you giving me my money that I earned, but I'm not coming back. So I burned that bridge. And then I went to the next company I worked for, showed up. And they were like, oh, it sounds good. You know, nice to meet you. And I worked for them for a year and a half and it's fencing. So I'm working in all weather. Yep. I dug out their uh, their shop. When you go over this bridge over here yeah. and you look over, there's these like little blue buildings. I worked right there. Two minutes from home. I took my skateboard to work a lot of days in the summer. Worked with these guys. It's a it's a dad and a son. Uh, but there was just little things that would happen. My checks always came on time. They gave me multiple raises because it was just me and his son working. I was making good money and I had work. But at the end of the day, I was miserable. Physically, I was in pain. I was working 12 to 13 hours a day every day. I did get paid drive time. So my, my overtime was like 55 hours every week. But think about it. I'm... 17 18 i'm fucking gassed i got knee pain my ears fucked i was just miserable and then i worked and also they had a um one of our salesmen who's also our uh what the fuck is the term for that uh i can't remember the exact term but you go out and you check out the site see what's happening get measurements and stuff Uh, yeah um his name was fred he was a good dude 
but he was kind of dumb. I would show up to a job and my blueprint would say I'm putting up a 150 foot fence. So we're like, okay, we need this many posts, this much, you know, panels or whatever. And I would, you know, take a hundred yard tape to it and it'd be like 90 yards or 90 feet, excuse me. So I'm like, how you didn't put a tape measure up to this. So now not only have we surplused on our materials, which is just less money for the company, not my problem, never affected my no. check, but you're taking money from the, the owner of the company. Uh, we have all this surplus material. Who knows if we'll use it? We usually ended up and it wasn't a problem, right. but problems like that would happen. And uh, the one job that I ended up quitting at, uh, there, there was a, a fence and there was a water line in the middle. Think about it. Like, here's the fence and it's a T. Right with the water line. So we're looking at it and we're plotting it out. And with water lines, you just put the post not on the water line and it's done. So we're like, okay, we think it's in the middle of the fence here. We'll be able to work around this. Now, usually you have dig safe come out and plot out where everything is with the little, you know, they see the little flags in the ground or your gas line, water line. Nothing was there. And that is technically the customers and in the contracts for our company, it was the customer's duty to get that stuff done. And yeah. It wasn't there. So I had, I had one of the guys come out. I said, Hey man, I don't want to fuck this up. And this is in Derby. So I'm already taking a half hour ride. I'm coming into work an hour early to set the truck up and drive out there on time. Yeah. So I tell him like, you got to come out with me and check this out because I'm not, I'm not digging a hole until we're good. So we look at it. He's like, you know what? I think you're good. Right. So think about it. Here's the fence. We're thinking it's in the middle going across. And they had this uh, the spectrum or whatever the fuck it is now. Time Warner Cable was yeah. right next door to this place. So there's a water line connecting both these buildings, right? So we think it's here. I dig the first hole at the front of the yard up here. Yep. Hit the fucking water line. And I'm working for these older people who were really nice. But um, they gave me the number. They had a mechanic shop attached to their house like right next door they gave me the number to the shop because they're usually always there they just leave the house they're like you need anything sweetheart i'm like oh no ma'am i'm perfect i'm gonna build your fence today hit their water line immediately it immediately floods their basement rips off the water to uh the spectrum the time warner cable or whatever so i call my boss i said hey we fucked up we didn't know where this thing was i hit it way farther than where it was big problems first of all he says, wait for Dig Safe to come out there, get in contact with him. Couldn't get in contact with him. They come back an hour later. I show him this great geyser that's in their fucking yard. It's just pouring, dude. I think I have a video. I was so mad. I was like, this is just so stupid because it was avoidable. So I'm telling him, I'm like, yeah, I, I hit this thing really bad. Like, I need somebody out here. ASAP Rocky, hold the fur. Like, this was super bad. <laughs> hold on. This was, uh, did that work for you? Yes, it did. Yeah, this is what I hit. So it's just fucking guys and out and I'm pissed off, dude. I'm I'm sending this to Kenzie. And you can see I get the fucking uh contract here. Natural wait, where is it? Erie County Water Authority. Clear. No facilities within fifteen feet of excavator work. And now if you look when I when I turn this, here's me. I'm like explaining this in this video because I'm so fucking mad when this happens. Uh I'm looking at it. You can see I'm at the front of the yard here, kinda. Back there-ish is where we thought this water line was. But there's, you see, there's no flags anywhere. So I dug the first one, dug this one. Fine. This one got fucking slaughtered. So my boss is telling me, I'm like, what do I do in this situation? I don't really know where to go from here. He's like, well, keep digging. Keep digging until they get there. And, you know, once they come, show them the situation, they'll help you out. So Dig Save shows up. And I'm literally there. 
still digging holes. And they're like, all right, we'll figure this out. I have to talk to the people at Spectrum because I'm, you know, their water's shut off. They don't know why. I'm like, well, I hit this. And I'm telling these people their basement's flooding. I'm there. I showed up. I, I got to the shop at 7.30, left, showed up there at 8. I didn't leave there until 8 o'clock that night because he said, stick around for them. So I'm calling him. I'm like, hey, this is getting serious. Like, they're ripping up the street trying to figure out. Because, you know, when you hit a water pipe, there's a shutoff valve connected uh-huh. to the pipe so it might even be in the street they're on uh-huh. the side of the street on like route five ripping the fucking road up i'm like hey you should get out here this is getting serious and he calls me he's like yeah i'll let you know i got some things i gotta handle real quick i call him later he's like yeah just wait for them to leave i'll see you in the morning see you in the morning fuck that dude there's no see you in the morning there's no. see you in 15 minutes when you're out here fucking helping me so that yeah. whole situation happens i end up fixing that fence And then it was right before Memorial Day. I had another fence to do. They wanted me to take down 10 posts and then replace it with another 10 posts in two days. Thursday, Friday, they wanted me to not only put the posts in, build the entire wood fence, which is just me doing this. And I was like, and I, a bunch of other shit happened coming up to that. I'm like, you people are fucking dumb. And I quit there too. So now the two places I've worked for construction, I've quit out of. So I have no um, real, what do they call that? When you, uh, ah, what is it? When, you know, you, you like this guy, he's a reference. I don't yes. have any fucking yeah, references. Yeah, yeah. So then I go to this other company I'm working for now. I'm like, I have no references, but I have good reason to why uh, I, I, I don't have references. And I quit out of there for certain reasons and they were cool with it. Right. But it's good in a roundabout way. It's good that you kept that, especially with yeah. something like what you're doing. Um, yeah. I mean, I did burn one bridge, the first company I was at in the trades. What happened with that? So, um, I didn't try to negotiate. So what, what had happened was they started, there's a new guy that didn't know a goddamn thing. Mm-hmm. They started making two hours or $2 an hour more than me. I found did that. Did you go out. to school? Nope. That's stupid. So, like, right right when uh, it happened, the dude I'm working with, he goes, yo, Sean. I'm like, yeah, what's up? And he goes, I got to talk to you real quick. And I'd, like, found out before. And he goes, uh, so I was just talking to Tony about how much he was making. I go, I know. I just fucking asked him to. And um, so that happens. Then we're at a house. We're, like, in the shit, dude. Oh, yeah. We got, like, we were contracted for all the Home Depot jobs. Like, someone goes and, like, buys a furnace at Home Depot where the contractors are. And you gotta go throw it in for them. Um, so we're going to do that. We knock on the door. The first thing, we knock on the door, get the fuck away. Like, great. Here we go. Yeah. Then, uh, we talked to the landlord. He lived a couple houses down, so it wasn't a big deal. We go, we talk to him. Okay, let me call him. Let him know it's just you guys. Mm -hmm. He's like, all right, cool. We go, we knock again. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I, I you know, didn't know it was you guys, whatever. Mm-hmm. Thought you were some Jesus freaks from Jehovah Witnesses. Yeah, something, or something like that. Yeah. Or she thought it was like the baby daddy, which this is where it fucking comes in. Oh. We get to the Bilco doors in the basement. Like, you know, the, on yeah. the ground, you know. We're, we're about to open the door. She goes, before you go down there, you might see some shit you don't want to see. What the fuck? And uh, right away, dude I'm working with, he goes, like what? And she's like, oh, you know, drug paraphernalia, but it ain't mine. 
Mm-hmm. And it's like, it, I, like right away, she looked cracked the fuck out. Oh, okay. And it's like, all right. Like, come to find out it was the baby daddy shit. Yeah. And, what was uh, it? Huh? What was it? So we get down in the basement. There's a lawn chair. There's like, you know, that like wall, like W A H L, like the. Yeah. Right. Uh, like kind of like clippers. Yeah. yeah There's yeah. a box like that. There was heroin, needles, and a spoon mm. in the basement in a lawn chair. Okay. Needles and needles and a spoon. Okay. Right away we see it. We walk out, close the doors, we get in the truck, call the office. We're not fucking doing this job. Yeah, I'm not worth it. They're like, what do you mean you're not doing the job? It's like, we're not fucking doing the job. Yeah. There's all this shit here. Not to mention, they had a fucking kid in the house. Of course, man. Of like, course. That's terrible, Which, man. luckily, the guy I was working with, uh, he knew a lady that works for CPS that he was, like, uh, he was friends with. So he, he fucking, like, tipped her off to it, whatever. Um, we go back there, or no, that day, like, while we were waiting to kind of see if we were coming back to the shop or going home, I'm like, all right, I'm filling out an application. Mm-hmm. Filled it out, whatever. And you filled this, wait, what, what application was this? Uh, I filled out an application for MJ Mechanical. Okay. Oh, you're changing companies. Changing that. companies. Really yeah, out yeah. of that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And, um, so... You know, as we're on a job, I get the call. Like, I got the job. Uh, like, I went in for interviews before, but, like, I wasn't going to follow through. You were just seeing what options. Uh, no, like, I just, I I had plans on leaving. I just, like, I was real tight with everyone there. It's tough to do that. Every, when you everyone like I was tight with, there's one dude left there that I was tight with. Yeah. Um, middle of the job, I'm like, yo, I'm going to the shop. He's like, what's up? I go, I got the job. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right, good for you. Go ahead. Take, like, take the truck. Go to the shop. Go to the shop. I'm like, hey, I'm putting in my two weeks. Yeah, this is over. She goes, where are you going? I'm working. Hannah knows. There, I would fucking, I'd leave for work. It was dark. I'd come home from work. It was dark. Sucks. I worked dude. long ass fucking hours. I was 55, at least 55, 60 a week. That's terrible. So and bad. um, so I, I tell her like I'm going to MJ Mechanical. School. She, oh, you know, there's real long hours there. And I go, what about here? Yeah. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. In my exit interview, they're like, "Why didn't you just like talk to us?" And I go, "I like, I'm like, I I didn't want to. Like, yeah, I didn't feel like it was necessary. And you had to write everything down, and it was like." What could we have done to keep you? And I just said, pay me more. I didn't say, oh, you could have done this. I just wrote, pay me more. That's all I wrote. Yeah. That's the best way. And I burned that bitch the fuck down. I burned that really? bridge. I burned that bridge bad, dude. I was about to say, it seems like you're relatively respectful nah, when it comes was, to, you know, exiting a job. Like, the exit interview was a shit show. Mm. Um, I let him know. I was like, yeah, because this one dude that I worked with that retired from there. Mm. I was like, yeah, so you guys know, like, Kurt and I would finish at, like, noon and just go home and not clock out. Oh, my God. I Like, they pissed me off, so I was fucking, I was like, yeah, like, we stole time. Oh, like that's so fucked, though. Like, I, I don't know, it, with certain companies, you get away with that shit, and that's what I found with, like, uh, with family companies. Yeah, that's what I've worked for. I haven't worked for yeah. a huge, you know, a company in any manner. I, work, I guess... 
I guess when I was a salesman, I kind of did. Yeah. But, um, when it comes to like construction, people get away with that shit often. Like they get away with, you know, stealing time off the clock and leaving, leaving early and nobody has to know about it. And a lot of time with small companies, whether it's construction or whatever it is, you, um, you can leave early and then companies will tell you, they'll be like, Oh, how many hours you work this week? And you're like, Oh, 40, you know, and just hit your 40 mark. Yeah. And like, but like with that, it was like, we were working dog shit jobs. We got all the national fuel heap and like all that shit. Yeah. Which are like heap jobs. It's like, you're in the shit, dude. Mm-hmm. It's like the state's paying for them to get that shit. Oh, I see. Did you do a lot of like state work? Yeah, with like heap and national fuel. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Uh, We did do regular like bid, like jobs that were bidded and shit. Mm -hmm. But, um, so that it would just be like, all right, man, fuck that. Yeah. And I was at MJ Mechanical. Project managers would be like, I got you the whole day. If you finish early, write eight, write like put eight on your time card. Yeah. Because I got, I got you guys for the whole day. So that's dope. That, that it was like the company knew about that. Mm hmm. Because everyone in the offices, were people that worked in the field. So they know how that goes. Like a project manager has you for the day. You're right. Nate. Yeah. That like, that wasn't a big deal where I'm at now. It's, you can't do it. Yeah. It's a whole, it's a fucking union. Like you got to do your shit and do it yeah. correctly and, and right. be respectful of it. Or they're going to give you the boot. Yeah. And they're going to kick you the fuck out and act like you never even happened and replace you in a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You're just a number there, which most companies I've been at or no, so I've been at four companies. Two of four, it was like you're a number. Yeah, the companies I worked for, I I definitely have not been a number. I, I the one when I was a salesman, I was, but it was weird because like with being a salesman, if you bring energy, you win. So like the guy that I knew, like I don't give a fuck. Like we would have conference calls every day and say, "All right, what are your numbers? What are your appointments looking like?" Yeah, and we'd be like, "Oh, we got three appointments." But I would always fuck around on those calls. Like we would do uh, the one guy who was my boss. His name was Chris. He was a douche, but he he liked me though because we would do these like um, like fake impromptu calls. He'd be like, "All right, I'm a person who was a guest at the gym, and I'm calling you uh, or you're calling me about buying a membership." So yeah. I would just like go crazy on these calls. And I, I would be, he'd be like, ring, ring. I'd be like, hi, is this Lisa? And I would just like make him a, a chick. You know, I just like fuck yeah. around and do stupid shit. Cause I really didn't care. Um, but he was, he met me the first day I met him. He's like, I fucking love your energy, dude. You got fucking energy. Like he was like this, like millennial annoying person. Yeah. He's like, I fucking love it, dude. He's okay. like, you're awesome. You know what that's fucking reminding me of? Did you watch uh, Bill Burr's new movie? Old dads, Old dads, we just watched it, and I was showing Aspen. Kenzie, and I was like, <laughs> this is now a, uh, what is it, like, gender neutral, gender neutral, uh, carbon neutral, yeah, carbon neutral, neutral, that's what it was, lifestyle, Old Dads brand. was a fucking great Dude, movie. my, my, fuck, one of my favorite parts was the fucking beginning, where Bill Burr, like, trips the other kid. Oh, yeah. And he's the dude's looking at him and goes, what? It's a team sport. Yeah, it is, dude. I was fucking dying. That but... movie, like, it, it's weird when comedians like Bill Burr, because, like, you look at Bill Burr as a comic, and he's so 
himself. Like he's one of mm-hmm. the very rare few that will say what the fuck he wants yeah. and refuses. Like he'll go on, you know, channel four and they'll be like, Oh, Bill's doing a show at key bank center. And he'll just start talking crazy about race and shit. And like, yeah, it, it's weird. Cause like with comedy, which is initially why I wanted you on here, but we've been talking about yeah, we've just been shooting, with shooting the shit. But with, with, Certain comedians, they get away with that kind of stuff. Like yeah, the Bill Burr, the Joey lot. Diaz. The Bill Burr, Joey Diaz. And now two that you have like that now, or three rather, it's like, well, Joe Rogan too. He can say what the fuck he wants. Joe Rogan can do whatever he wants in any like, country. He's so fucking famous. Shane Gillis, <laughs> Mark Norman, and Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn gets Nobody's going to fucking say shit to them. Theo Vaughn had a guy on, and I don't know the 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 instances or the connection with him because I didn't watch the full pod, but I saw the clip that most people have seen and it was a dude with Down syndrome. He's like, let's get some lace, dude. Oh, yeah, let's get some, some scotch. Hey, he's like, let's have scotch. He's like, yo, I get a couple of things of scotch in me. I'll have fucking Down syndrome too and he says it all funny. I fucking love the way he talks. Like, I love the one uh, where he's on Joe Rogan's podcast and he's like, yeah, I fucking love to watch a family eat dinner. I'm, I, oh, yeah. I, I love to be a peeping Tom if I can. I'll watch your whole family eat dinner. Sitting through the window. Yeah, yeah. I fucking know what you're talking about. That, that is funny. And it's he, like... He's, nobody is like Theo. Yeah. I love his solo podcast, too. I have not Watching really taken that much my into listening to it. Dude, is it that funny? Like, he just... That's this past, What's right? the one... This yeah, this past week. weekend. Yeah. Uh, what's the one podcast where like they film it in all black and white? Um, and he's talking about. Uh, I think Mike he, Tyson does black and white, but that's probably not the podcast. We're talking uh, about. He was on it. He was on it. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Um, it's like this bald white dude. Hmm. Um, he's Theo Vaughn was like, yeah, I know this one dude. He uh, he was uh missing a leg, or at least he said he was, or like an arm or something. He's like, at least he said he was. He could have been faking it. Yeah. They're like, oh, like CGI or something. And he goes, nah, I don't know what his name was. <laughs> I, I'm like, he just like I, that. So I like you stupid. don't know if it's like he's just like that's really what's going through his yeah. head, or if he's just doing that. Well, he's unique because like you get comics and like you look at a guy like Mark Normand or yeah. Mitch Hedberg, Stephen Wright, where it's like it's one liners. Like, have you ever heard yeah. Mitch Hedberg? You know who Mitch Hedberg is? Oh fuck! He's got a new Netflix special, right? No, 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 no. 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 You definitely uh, don't know. Who, so Mitch, uh, the new one. I know that. Uh, that ah, oh, fuck. What's his name? He's kind he's of a like Mexican a, dude. Yeah, kind of looks Mexican. Yeah, he. I know him. He's actually got cartel ties. I can't remember his name. Really? Top my, he does. He's got some crazy stories I've heard. I haven't listened to the special yet. I haven't really listened to a whole lot of them. I've seen a couple. You like, gotta well. listen. Look up Mitch Hedberg. Mitch Hedberg. I found him, and the first joke I heard from him was this donut joke, and he does like punchy jokes punchline like one-liners yeah. he was like uh i got a donut once and uh they tried to give me a receipt for a donut i can't think about one time when somebody would ask me where i got that donut he said hey man where'd you get that donut he yeah. goes oh no i know i got it i got the documentation right here and it's like stupid yeah. but like you get comedians like that that's one-liners and you get like deadpan like Stephen wright's kind of the same he's this guy i just found um and he, this is a, uh, he has one special from like 85 and it's called, I still have a pony. It's super funny, but he, he does jokes and they kind of talk like this the whole time. Oh and, yeah. And like, 
So you get the comedians that are one-liners and deadpan. Then you get Burt Kreischer and Tom Segura, who are yeah. storytellers. And then like you know, John Mulaney. Yeah, John, John Mulaney's a storyteller. Like Did you great listen to his Netflix special about him and his cocaine addiction? Yes, dude. fucking great hour. That was a fantastic yeah. hour. Um, but with Theo Vaughn, you can't bracket him. He's not a one-liner. He's kind of storytelling, but you know he's, he's joking he's and lying. all over. Yeah, I, he's a he's a very, very much an anomaly in comedy. But I I prefer the people who are like comedic minds. Like you look at Mark Norman. That's a yeah. comedic mind. He yeah. think everything. Every time you hear him on a podcast, he can't even hold himself. There was one that he yeah, did. Yeah, like on, anytime someone says something, then he's just like, yeah, it's like oh yeah, like we were in uh. Nah, fucking like he does it on Protect Our Parks all the time. Well, yes, he does. But I, the one instance I could think of was Matt and Shane's secret podcast with Shane Gillis, Matt McCusker, which yeah. is great. But Matt McCusker was talking about his kid, and he was like, "Yeah, you know." And, and when the kid was born, he, you know, he had the umbilical cord around his neck. And Mark Norman goes, "Ah, lynching." And Shane Gillis yes. is like, "What the fuck did you just say?" But it's like he can't even control himself. It's like he's autistic. It, it is. It's weird. But he's just like, "Hey, it's a comedy podcast." And he like yeah, gets away with oh, it. Comedy. Yeah. But like, I like those. I like that style of comedy. Like, and dude, you got to look up Mitch Hedberg. And when I first saw him, I saw the donut joke on TikTok. I'm like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" So I look up his hour immediately. He had extreme stage fright. So the one show I watched with him. He had a, a suit jacket on, like a blazer. Yeah. And he was wearing the blazer on one arm. This was in like the 2000s. So he had it on one arm. He had this long hair that he let droop over his face. And he would stand like this and tell jokes the whole time. Like stupid jokes, too. He'd be like, I, yeah. I went to the store and I bought three apples. And the lady said, you need a bag for that? He said, don't worry about it. I juggle. But if I ever get nine <laughs> apples, fucking bag them up. And it's just like Fuck. stupid jokes. Yeah. But he had this extreme stage fright, so I immediately saw it, and I looked it up, and I'm like, does he have stage fright? And it turns out he was like a crazy heroin addict, had a bunch oh. of issues, and he ended up dying. But he is like a comedic mind. Like, him, Norman, Norm MacDonald, uh, Rodney Dangerfield, if you go back that fucking far. There's certain people that are just like, you know, like, built to be a football player. They know how to play football. Yeah. Certain people are built to do stand-up comedy. And, like, it, it's weird... Because that's the style I like. And it's not like uh, storytelling or deadpan or one-liners. Yeah. It's like a weird bracket. Who, who's your favorite? Uh, you probably uh, say Tom, right? Tom Skirt. Bert, Tom. I love, I, I love Bert, Tom, Shane, and fucking Mark Norman. Those are really hitting the top for me, too. Yeah. I like Shane and Mark. Uh, they're funny. I love Andrew Schultz. His, he's fucking great. Schultz is funny. I really haven't uh, taken His time. crowd work. He has a whole crowd work special. Like it's, I've heard. I haven't seen it. Uh, he. I think he put it out a couple of years ago, like before Matt Rife put that one out. Like, yeah. Um, I think I saw something under there. I'm uh, fucking looking at shit that don't matter. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Like he, he. Like I don't. Like all those guys. Like the new school kind. of. Yeah. Yeah. I've been taking the time to like dig into the old stuff now, and like you'll hear. Uh, you'll hear what's his name? What the fuck is that noise? That noise is killing me, bro. I don't know what that is. It's been making like this static noise lately. It's fucking weird. Um, but I, I've been looking into the old stuff and you'll hear Joe Rogan talk about him a lot, but this guy named Richard Jenny, who okay. was fucking great. And he he most comics you find too when you kind of dig a little further into it are very 
broken in different ways, whether they got a drug ad or a drug yeah. addiction or they had a fucked up household. And Richard Jenny ended up like killing himself in his bathtub, like oh, terrible shit. shit. But before that, he had these fucking specials that were just insane. And he like he wasn't like in another style of comedy is like the um I'm going to call it body comedy or body humor where you're throwing yourself around like Jim Carrey would do that and just like flop on stage. You know, yeah. he didn't really do that, but he was very animated when he talked and he was like talking about uh, Jaws and how they're stupid movies and about how like this family keeps living near the beach, even though they get attacked by sharks. He's yeah. like, wouldn't you think an apartment building was sufficient like protection yeah. from like the average shark? Like, like, even if you had an ambitious shark, like and, a fucking Kinnison. Yeah. Oh, well, Kinnison's fucking great. I'm surprised, you know, Sam Kinnison. I wouldn't you think ever you see would. the one where uh, the dude, like uh, they call the dude's ex. Oh yeah. He's like, you fucking whore. You yeah. shouldn't have cheated on him. Ah! He's yeah. yelling at him. Yeah, that's fucking great, dude. Kennison was a rock star. Yeah, he man. went on to apparently do a... they found traces of blood in his cocaine system. Uh, oh yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> well, yeah, plenty, <laughs> plenty, dude. But like Kennison too, he went on um, he went on Johnny Carson, and I saw that he did like a a set a long time ago, and I'm like, oh, I never heard this. So I turn it on, and he started off singing. And he had this fucking beautiful voice, and it was like some breakup song. And then in the middle, he's like, oh, Kendra. Oh, Kendra, I loved you so much. I treated you so well. And then he cheated on me, you fucking whore! Yeah, ah! And he starts yelling and screaming. Right after that, after he's screaming, yelling all this crazy shit about this chick that cheated on him, went right back into singing. This guy had a fucking beautiful voice. Really? It would, dude, you gotta hear it. It's nuts. But Kennison, yeah, he was, he was a, a maniac. It's like really enticing though and it's kind of i don't want to say it's dwindling because it's not but it seems like comedians back in the day in the 90s 80s 70s way back were like these unknown rock stars like now comedians are big podcasts are yep. big mm -hmm. everybody knows shane gillis everybody knows joe rogan you know yeah. but like back then they were fucking rock stars but nobody cared to give them because you know then you get like actual rock stars and you have bands that are big and uh you know like motley crew for example or acdc everybody cared about that shit it wasn't really mainstream but now comedy is more mainstream so i feel like that rock star lifestyle slowly kind of like it's coming back but it's kind of decreased yeah, from but what it not, used to be it's nothing like what it used to be nothing is to be fair but like you look at sam kennison that guy was coked up every time he touched the stage. Oh yeah, and, and like, imagine it, if he fucking wasn't. It'd be it wouldn't be right. No, it, which is kind of terrible to say. That but it's is true. terrible to say that that's where his style was. It was like the being fucking coked out and screaming and the energy, just such a high energy fucking set. The first time that I heard him was uh, the world hunger joke, and that bit is fucking amazing great and like he's like you see this this is sand nothing yeah. gross here i was in tears the first the time first I one that. i saw was um was it was like ladies if there's something that turns you you know really gets you hot yeah like why don't you uh what was it and he starts screaming he's like fucking, fucking tell us what it is yeah dude. he's yeah. a maniac uh, I like the one joke he did because, you know, he got like married and divorced like three or four times. The guy was through the ringer, pockets fucking 
just absolutely ripped out of because he'd gotten into so many marriages. And he was like, you know, he's sitting with this girl in the front row. He's like, oh, you like her? You think it's going to work out? Well, if you ever think about marriage or getting married, remember this face and just just, rips off that Kennison scream and just kept doing it. And the crowd went nuts. Like he is a fucking rock star. He's got some like, like what's your favorite? If you, if you have one, I'm just a nerd. So I got a million of them. But like, what's your favorite joke you've heard or bit? You don't have to do the whole fucking thing, but like, if you can name it. Um, right now, my favorite is, uh, it was in Sledgehammer, Tom Segura's special. Yes. When he gives his mom fucking edibles. I just saw that last I night. I was fucking dying. The, but dude, the, I she said, watched I'm it. fizzing. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, I am fizzing. Like, okay, <laughs> awesome. Like, I was dying when it was like, uh, <laughs> He's like, I was like, I was laughing so hard and not like a, <laughs> like a destructive, like deep yeah. primal fucking. That was, you're actually the, calling it bit for bit. That's exactly the one what he, he was like, I, I, I was laughing so hard. I just, hey, <laughs> and fucking, I passed out. Dude, that's and weird. Cause with Tom Segura, you get like the, to- or excuse me, the storytelling, but like that bit, especially that's deadpan. That's where yeah. it's like super funny. You can animate the fuck out of it, but he just kept it. At the same yeah. wavelength. And that like just fucking ropes me in. Yeah. I love that shit. Uh, I think my favorite joke. I'm not sure if you've ever heard it. But you have to listen to it. Louis C.K. You know who? You know I Louis? know him. But I don't think I've. Louis is one of the greatest comedians ever. He had a weird public masturbation incident. Which yeah. really dampered his reputation. Which is really weird. But fucking comedic genius. And he went on Saturday Night Live. He did the monologue. He was the host uh, for the 40th anniversary. And he did this joke about, uh, you know, he had this guy in his neighborhood, like John Pierre or something. Yeah. He was like a, a rapist and he would always tell his friends, he'd be like, want to go to McDonald's? And he would bring him to McDonald's and his friend would go and just eat food and leave. And he'd be like, all right, thanks. Bye. And then he'd be like, damn it, foiled again. But then he got into like, he was like, you know, but you think about it. Like if you're a child predator, that's like the worst, like a caught child predator is the worst life to ever live. You're not going to get a job. Nobody wants to speak with you. Your family doesn't love you anymore. You're going to be in jail. You know, terrible. And they keep doing it. And he talked about it. He was like, you know, I like Mounds bars so much that I can't read a newspaper. I just got to. And he's just like, this is so good. But if somebody told me that eating Mounds bars is illegal, I wouldn't fucking do it. So you got to think these, these child predators, they're so crazy. But to some level, you got to think that it must be really good. And the crowd goes, oh, what did you just say? On Saturday Night Live, 40th anniversary, <laughs> millions of people watching. And the people are like, Oh, like 15 seconds after the joke, they're still like, what the fuck did this guy just say? And he's like, you guys are laughing. This is my last joke, probably. And (laughs) dude, he goes like, if this is the point where you don't take it any further and you're getting as racy or, you know, sexist or whatever, misogynistic as possible as a comedian, he goes to here and he wins every single fucking time yeah and like when you listen to comedians on podcasts you know you hear how you got to do open mics for however many years and suck and you got to learn how to not suck and whatever but like there's certain comedians that have just won by um they, they've won by taking those chances yeah and it's like how do they do that because you you get an idea in your head like if i ever had the opportunity to open mic and i had a good tight five i would do it in a heartbeat yeah but like you know you hear comedians say oh no no i'm not gonna do it 
and uh or how you suck and then you you think like oh i'd never do that yeah. but then like joey diaz starts and and talks about crazy shit the whole time and wins yeah and it's like how do they do it i don't i don't fucking understand it's an art that i yeah aspire to be good at there's this know. one fucking bit hannah's cousin showed me mm-hmm. uh do you ever see the one the duke's talking about fucking like driving on mushrooms for some reason, it's ringing a bell, but I don't know. Who Do you know who the comedian is? No, nah, I was just trying to look it up, but I got shitty fucking service. Yeah, welcome. Metal roof plus no cell towers equals no fun on your phone. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I feel like that rings like a really strong bell in my head, but I don't know. For some reason, I think Theo Vaughn, but... Uh, no, no, it wasn't Theo. It was... uh, He's not, like, big, but... Yeah, there's there's a lot of uh, smaller comics that are just getting exposure now because Craig Conan driving on mushrooms. Craig Tony, I've never heard. Craig of Conan. Craig Conan. It is fucking hilarious. Really? Dude. I gotta check it out. You, I've never heard. You of have it. to. It, it's it's a whole shit show of a story. Well, it's yeah. a fucking. Those are the best stories. Right? Yeah. Like, that's that's what you want for comedy. You want yeah. everything to go wrong. Right. I was listening to this dude uh, I've never heard before. I've heard his name, but I never took the time to, like, look into it because I didn't care. Right. But he's he's like a fat Bill Burr. You have to check him out. His name's... No, you're good. You can pull it. Uh, his name's uh, John Panette. John Panette. Yeah, John Panette. I don't Panette. think I've heard of him. So I... I I'll put like a comedy special on Spotify, but I ain't got premium. So they just give me random shit. I'll be listening to my like songs and then I'll be listening to Taylor Swift. I'm like, what? And they just like give you random shit. So they put on John Panette and he was talking about how he's in England. And uh, he was like, the food was fucking terrible. And he's yelling and screaming. He's like, I'm fat. I know bacon. I think, you know, I know bacon. This bacon sucked. And then he was talking about how he had black coffee and they gave him like the beans on toast. He's like, give me beans and black coffee. Then walk me around England for fucking nine hours and churn me up. He's like, I blew the doors off a taxi. And he was like, (laughs) dude, I was like rolling at work. It was so funny. Like, I don't know. Some people just have a knack for it. Yeah. And some people are just like built for it. Like, have you ever listened to Norm MacDonald? Have you? No, I never did. Man, he he did the Norm Macdonald show, which was on Netflix for a couple episodes, but it was a podcast. Yeah. And uh, he would just make these like absolutely like long winded jokes. Like uh, the one guy on one of the late night shows, I think it was Conan, but it was the guy you know who sits in the chair next to him and he's kind of like comedic relief. Uh, he tells this like stretched out long fucking joke. And it comes like this really stupid little ending. Yeah. And the guy explained it. He was like, it's like telling someone, oh, I got to show you something and walking them three miles to a dog turd. You know, yeah. like some community, they just stretch it out. But his style was so different. And a lot of the times he would bomb. But when he bombed, he would stand at the exit of the club and say, thank you for coming. Thank you for coming yeah. and shake everyone's hand. Dude, this guy was a fucking maniac. Like, and he tells jokes that are just super fucked up. Like he said, uh, because he did this thing on Saturday Night Live called Weekend Update, which was just him. He was a news anchor, and mm-hmm. he would say, you know, weird fucking jokes. You know, it's yeah. stupid. It was around the time that OJ was in trials. So there was a lot of OJ jokes. Oh, okay. But he uh, he would do this in his podcast, and he would write a bunch of jokes. Him and his co-host's name was Adam Egott, another funny comedian. And they would write a bunch of jokes, and they'd have a guest on, and each of them would get jokes. And they would just go 
you know, one by one by one, keep telling jokes. And he had like a stupid one that was like, uh, you know, United Airlines, you know, was ranked as the top airline in America. The worst airline, 9-11 airlines. And oh. people are just like, what are you talking about? And like, he just says these stupid jokes, but he was, he's a comedic mind. Like if you like comedy, listen to like a best of Norm MacDonald. Okay. And yeah. you'll fucking lose your, him. He's Norm MacDonald. He's the one that fucking... Had cancer. Died, yeah, right? he didn't tell anybody about his cancer. He didn't tell a single soul, which is fucking G shit. Imagine, like, because you could tell people, oh, I got cancer, not work, not people would give you gifts, try and help you out as much as possible. Yeah. He didn't do any of that. He kept working all the way to the fucking end, dude. And he had to, I, I was listening to his audiobook, and he, like, he takes comedy to or took in past tense um, to like a weird level where he would manipulate your mind, but then hit you with stupid shit. So like his book was super articulate. He was a big sports gambler. He was talking about how he was in debt and all he knows this thing happened, that thing happened. And then he eventually talks about how he went to jail because he was like plotting to kill someone never happened. Yeah. But then he was like, I was in jail and I had to earn my respect. So I thought, ah, I got to rape this guy trying to fight me. Dude, two chapters of this book about this fake story about him molesting someone. Two full fucking chapters. Like, that's how I would explain Norm MacDonald to people. He takes a small, itty-bitty, minuscule topic and just, like, Venn diagrams it and uses every ounce of energy he can to just form these long fucking jokes. Dude, he's awesome. That's a comedic mind. Yeah, him, Hedberg, Norman, they all get thrown in that that same bit. And now, dude, I'm excited to go see Norman. Are you gonna get tickets? I actually forgot about, about it. it. I remember I, you were I saying should, you might, and I'm not sure if you did. I really should. It, he's he's so. When is it? April seventeenth next okay. year, or right. maybe the nineteenth, something like that. But all it, right, yeah, that'll be fun then. If you want, huh? Yeah, well, some I can't remember, but I don't know. He's a, he's a really good comic, and I like listening to his specials. I liked Out to Lunch a lot better than the one that he just did. Um, I don't think I saw Out to Lunch. Is that a, a YouTube special? Out to Lunch was the YouTube special. Okay. I liked that one a lot better. Mm-hmm. I like that style, that bang, bang, bang. Jokes yeah. just flying at you like fucking missiles, dude. Like, I don't know. There's There's certain comedy that makes me laugh a lot more yeah. um but I'm, i've been trying to listen to Segura a little bit more yeah which is funny but it's actually really funny that you just brought up that joke because i just heard that last night it's so fucking funny they're great they're honestly incredible and now there's a thing on netflix um because the improv which is like a really big comedy uh club in california los angeles maybe i don't know exactly but it's where a lot of people got their start so they got like Burt Kreischer, I know Norman's in it, uh, DeRoy, whatever the fuck his last name, uh, big black guy, he's really funny, um, I forget, but they got a bunch of comedians to, like, do, because it's, like, the 60th anniversary of it, Um, so they got, like, a special on, and Kreischer came on and did, like, the first set he ever did there, and it's weird. Oh, I saw, I saw that. It's Uh, really good. Do you ever fucking listen to Kill Tony? I'm a kill Tony slut. I've only listened to it a little bit, but I see the clips all the fucking time. Kill Tony Hinchcliffe. I listened to his hour. Imagine 
you know, you finally make it big in comedy. They say, we want to host you for an hour. You say, okay. And you think about it, you come up, Tony Hinchcliffe, and they clap. So you take another minute off then you get settled in. You really get like 58 minutes, right? Dude, he, he said a joke about Helen Keller and you know, this lady's all upset. He's like, oh, you could tell when somebody doesn't like the joke when some dumb bitch is looking, you know, not towards the stage. And he's gay, too. So he gets that, like, little gay yeah, extra yeah. shit to yell at the women. It's so funny. But uh, he's like, you know, you know, somebody doesn't like a joke when they're not even looking at you. And he was like, you know, if she was here, she wouldn't have heard or saw anything I said and, like, all this shit. Yeah. But he dedicated, like, five minutes of his hour that he earned after 15 fucking years of comedy or whatever to just rip into this person it's awesome that's all he fucking does he's a maniac did you see the clip that he just did it was it was a show i can't remember which show it was but they had this dude come up he's like this fucking big looks like he's like 13 the 21 year old yes i forget like i'm the opposite of a uh uh, pedophile yes dude i forget his name which is so shitty i just watched a video on him today like Every now and then that show finds gems. Yeah. And Cam Patterson. Cam Patterson. Hilarious. I saw one. Uh, I followed the guy. I'm not going to pull it up. I can't pull it up in time. Uh, but it was this. He was actually another gay guy who just moved to Austin. He was an opera singer. So he sang oh, opera. Okay. But his set fucking killed. Like, I, actually, if you've watched, they did one with Gillis Norman, uh, Louis J. Gomez, another big guy from... Uh, Whatever the hell that podcast Legion is, of Skanks? yeah, Legion of the Skanks. Jay? Yeah, the uh, no, Jay wasn't in this one, I don't think, but they did it, and they also had Ric Flair. And Rick, oh, Ric, I watched it when Ric Flair was getting all fucking pissed. He left. Yeah, he left because he didn't understand the concept of the show. And people listening, Kill Tony is where comedians go on. They do an hour, and then afterwards, the panel fucking basically rips, rips them to shreds. Exactly. And Ric Flair is like, I will never do this. You know, I didn't understand the format. Yeah, he's like, I'm I'm about to leave, and they got him to fucking stay the one time. He stayed, like, for two sets total, and then he ended up Yeah, which kind of sucked, but yeah, I I get it. If you didn't know what you were getting into, that would be kind of alarming. But uh, Kill Tony is great. I I I love when Tony and fucking David Lucas go fucking back and forth with each other. David Lucas, too, is a fucking machine of Yeah. Like, and that's a whole other branch of comedy too. The roast comics where yeah. Hinchcliffe started, where Lucas started, where all these, you know, some big names began their careers. Yeah, but names that are on the rise, really. That's because of, because of Kill Tony. So yes, you know, it's different too because that that style is just it. It's just like one-liners. It's punchy. Yep. You want to hit, and if you don't hit, then you're like, well, and then the next person comes back and triples up on you because, yeah. you know, kind of like a respect to the mic thing Then I'm going to get you four times because you can't even get one off on me. So, yeah. you know, that's a whole different brand, which is just fucking insane. But I, I like the one, what I decided to do is I was listening to protect our parks, whichever one, the one that they just killed Joe Rogan. He, they actually, they filmed it for six hours and they said it because they went to kill Tony that night. So Tony's like, oh, you know, they just filmed six hours to protect our parks. They got the glasses on. They're all fucked up. It's Norman. Oh, yeah, they were all on shrooms. Yeah. yeah. And then Rogan comes like halfway through the episode. But he said that they filmed for six hours. It was only a three-hour podcast. So you got to think, three hours. Got to fu- We've been doing this for two, and I'm about to wrap it up. Because yeah. I'm like, I'm done. Imagine right. doing it for six fucking hours doing this. I would lose my mind. But, like, the, he says that, and 
you watch or listen to the protect our parks and then listen to the kill tony right after and it just like seems together like a story yeah. dude it was so good I, kill tony i feel like everybody thinks if they went on kill tony they would do good yeah but you gotta think everyone has to just eat a fucking pile of dog shit at some for point. years mm-hmm. too even to get to the point where you might do well on like the show. one where bill burr was just eating shit oh yeah I, where I, I fucking i think he was in philly and he started going fucking uh, once he started going off on the crowd they all fucking loved it bill burr cussing out philadelphia is one of the if not top 10 one of the top 50 comedy bit slash clips that will ever exist on the fucking internet yeah that man went in on every sports team Mm -hmm. every person just fucking the entire it was honestly electric yeah it was so sick to see and then to win the crowd back yeah fucking nuts and like when people especially like with cities like i've been at shows at helium where comedians will like like a jab to see be like oh the bills are doing all right but they're gonna fuck it up and the whole city we all just kind of sit there like this we're like we know next joke asshole yeah so like when you jab at a city it's either gonna like because a lot of comedians you'll hear and joe rogan talks about it because he started in boston where like bill burr and uh, yeah these huge names come out of um but you know when you're a local comic like say in buffalo you know i got a joke about damar hamlin and i'm like that might work but it could also fucking kill you yeah and with comedians that you know start somewhere and you know say i'm in boston and i start for my first 10 years you have jokes about boston that in boston are gonna fucking murder because they live there and they understand it but if you go to virginia and try a joke about boston it's probably not yeah, gonna get as many gonna laughs. Fucking, no it's not so it's like i don't know there's there's levels to it and when you can go to different cities and murder like that's yeah. like you have a possibility of going international and, and yeah tours right. and hours and mm-hmm. and it's weird too because you worked for 20 years to get 60 minutes right. of solid work and then you do that and then you're left at zero and you're at empty and you got to go refill the fucking tank mm-hmm. with years of you know other just, jokes and work yeah so, just trial and error for so fucking long trying to figure out and a lot of it doesn't work and they yeah. just end up dwindling out and sucking for their entire career or just quitting. Yeah. And I guess I, I saw a thing that Ralphie May did and he was doing just like a comedy, like a bunch of comedians in a room. And he was just talking to him about his experiences. And uh, he was like, don't come into comedy as like a hobby. Like if you, he was in like LA at like, you know, the, uh, what the fuck's the name of that club? big club there i can't remember the name. Uh, the, not the improv uh laugh factory is that the, i think it was the laugh factory that's not the one i'm thinking of but he was like don't come into it if you're in la or a big like austin texas now don't come into it as like a hobby right. because you're not going to get respect and people no. are going to hate that you're taking time from their their work yeah so i don't know it's a weird thing it's a scary fucking thing yeah um, you want to wrap this up dude yeah, we'll fucking wrap her up dude we fucking did it again you did a great job. You gotta come back. We gotta get Joe back on too. I, yeah, I didn't yeah. know that Joe had uh Yeah, had the only reason out. I didn't text him to come is because uh he's got his buddy in from Colorado. So wishing them the fucking best. And you guys are going to this we're, game? Yeah, we're going to this game with them. Uh, we're, we're going to Hopper House with him because he's never been to Buffalo, so he wants to 
check it out a little bit. You got to give him the rundown. Get him a yeah. picture with the shark girl at fucking Canal Side <laughs> and give him one of those. Goes, all right, that's all it is. Yeah, dad, dad, it kind of is what it is. Yeah. Um, but enjoy the game though. If the Bulls oh, yeah, fucking yeah. lose, you're not gonna be able to come back here because I'm gonna burn my house down with myself in it. That's if we right. lose to Russ, I'm, I'm done. I, I I'm all sabers this yeah. year. Uh, do you have any Instagrams you want to yeah, shout out? You know, give a fuck. fuck. Well, I do. Follow the old New York underscore. <laughs> if you haven't, fuck you. Find a different podcast to listen to. I hate you slightly, but you're going to like it and, uh, and you're going to follow it. And then we're all going to be friends. And then you're going to be on the podcast and it's going to be a great time. Thank you for listening, Sean. Anna, thank you for dedicating time. Of course. To me. Of course. Really appreciate it. We'll fucking see you guys next time. I might have some shit next week. I don't know. I don't have anything planned. We'll figure it out. And I have another podcast out. That I I do the one I just did with oh uh, yeah. Dylan I didn't promote it at all so I feel bad because I'm like your podcast your friends are gonna listen to it and yeah. I just haven't posted anything like even like oh check out the episode so two episodes out if you haven't fucking seen it or you're coming from Instagram because I will promote this because you're a dog um, thanks for listening come back next week have a good night. <laughs>